daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all in the mix. Eddie Van Adler has YouTube for the tubers. Uh, also, Rick and Bubba University students, Big Love, Diamond Dale, and an unnamed intern earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. And welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, he is glad to be here and thank all of you for the opportunity. NBA playoffs. Uh, we got some, uh, some drama going on. If you're an NBA fan, uh, this is whether you're an NBA fan or not, uh, any of these last second shots and what's happened with the Sixers and the and the Raptors is uh, is the big sports story today. Yeah, we're down to the final four, but we had two game sevens yes- yesterday, Rick, and uh, it, it went right down to the wire as Kawhi Leonard bounced in a game winner at the buzzer to uh, to move the Toronto Raptors uh, forward in the playoffs to the conference finals, and uh, it was it was quite a shot. He. He didn't. He didn't think it was going in. You saw him kind of stoop down after he shot. He had a seven footer covering him, and he got the shot off. It bounces on the rim four times as the buzzer sounds and rolls in four times. Mm, right. it, it, <laughs> it's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? They went out and got Kawhi Leonard from uh, the Spurs a couple of years ago and uh, uh, to turn into a championship team, and so far they're headed that way. Yeah, it's, I'm out of the loop, guys, because I didn't realize Milwaukee and Toronto are playing each other in the yeah, semis. That's weird, guys. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're like me and you haven't watched the NBA and – Gosh, I don't know. I don't know when the last time I watched him. Yeah, the Bucks for the and Eastern, Raptors. Yes, the Eastern Conference. Yes, final and, and, I, and also somebody walked in and said, you're not going to believe who's playing for the Eastern. <laughs> and I'm like, who's that? <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks and Toronto <laughs> Raptors. I'm sorry, what? Say How about again? the Trailblazers uh, playing Golden State for the yeah. Western Conference Finals? Mm-hmm. So. Now, the Trailblazers, see, them being good is a throwback yeah. to when I did watch the NBA when I was a kid in the Bill 70s. Walton. When they yeah. had Bill Walton. Bill Walton pretty much carried them to a championship. And, and then after that, Drexler, and, and they were competitive in the Drexler years, too. I won't, uh, let me be legit. I think the last NBA I watched was when uh, the Pistons were the bad boys. I, that may be it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just trying to. Uh, yeah. It's been you, at least Isaiah Thomas. You're talking and, about I'm and actually, Bill Lambeer and yeah, all that bunch. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the last. You, now, what do you mean? Do you mean like I'm? I mean, I know what's going on. Yeah. and I'm watching games. I know who's in the playoffs and stuff like that. Well, I don't know my calendar, so I may be just like you. That's I can recall that team. Yeah. And watching that. Yeah. And uh, of course, I of course I remember the you know the Lakers and the Celtics that run. I remember the Jordan years. I watched mm-hmm. Jordan's. Yeah. Run. And that, that's when the uh, the the Pistons were in there during the Jordan. Didn't time they kind of take over after the Jordan? Right after whatever happened, Michael Jordan is where I start seeing myself leave the NBA. Yeah. So whatever happened, or right Jordan in there, bumped them out, didn't he? Oh, I thought they they were. I can't remember. I One dynasty after. was after the other. Yeah. I thought that. I don't know. But I think I will agree with you. Whichever, however that works, whether remember. it's Jordan or the Pistons, whichever was last, that's the last thing I watched. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in there with you. I, I, honestly, I don't know that I've seen a game since then. Not not beginning to end. Well, there's I've been, seen, I've there's, seen been highlights. A, there's been pretty good years following LeBron James around. To yeah, but, see, I, but see I never who was going to do. But I didn't watch but, any of it. But he hasn't right. he hasn't stayed put long enough to build that dynasty. Really, uh, I thought they had it in Miami and they got all 
you know, everybody got sideways when they lost one of the finals, and everybody broke up and went their separate ways. If, if he'd have stayed there, they might have won five or six legit. Mm-hmm. The um, how about I, I want to tell you all this since we're talking about sports. Can I tell you something I'm considering now that I'm I'm as I'm, I'm getting a little older, and I, now I'm not saying I'm committed to it, but I'm considering. I'm, I'm trying to rekindle my love for baseball, and I'm and I'm 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 thinking I may start watching baseball. I'm doing that too. I love how you say you. Let me tell you why. I, I really, I mean, because I, I like baseball. Yeah, you know, and, it all uh, depends when it comes on. I know uh, there was a period in our life where the Braves played. It seemed like right after dinner every night, so we'd have dinner and then sit and watch the Braves for a couple of hours before you go to bed. And that that worked with the schedule, but you know, right. it's it's kind of crazy right now. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like they're – I know they still play at the same time, but I'm apparently not in front of the TV at the same you time. You know, I've yet. noticed there's only – there's very few women's sports that I can watch. And and I will say there's two things I've noticed. I, I like women's softball, and yeah. I like to see women track and field. And so I yeah. think I've realized I like to see women run fast and throw the ball really fast. The softball <laughs> you had both really those fun. on this past weekend. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, the softball is a – that's a fun game. Yeah. Women's softball is a fun game yeah, to it watch. It is. And I like college baseball, yeah. obviously. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I haven't, I'm thinking I, I may, I may pick up a sport. That's funny because I'm dabbling in it myself. And one of the reasons Taylor, ever since he was a little kid, will sit there and watch the Braves. If you're visiting him at his house, the Braves are going to be on. Yeah. Right. You're going to sit there and watch the whole thing. So or just long. I, think, that, I yeah. think that's one of the reasons I have not. Betty's not a big baseball fan, so mm. she doesn't like watching yeah. it. So you I never... end up in another room if I'm going to watch it. Because you, know? you know why the Bajorette starts tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, the crown comes off, that's Greg. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not saying I'm committed to baseball, but I'm looking at it. I'm going over going – I wonder if I could kind of, in my, my later years, run back over to baseball and hang, look at it for a minute. You know, you talked about I, watching I'm, I'm it grow. Right there with you. Are you really? Yes. You talked about watching the Braves growing up, and mm-hmm. we've talked about oh. this before, but when they were so bad, there would be minutes without, no, like, like not a word said. And well, that's you would, when you I would was look over at the kid. TV yeah. and go, okay, they, are they still on? Ball yeah. two. Oh, the worst, yeah. the, worst is what, <laughs> like, the worst is what Bubba and I did because, you know, we came through radio at the same time. Uh, yeah. And the worst thing, and we talked about this before, but since it's 25 years, it's, it's worth looking back at. We would. I can vividly remember, vividly that there, there was a log like this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was a programming log, and you would go to your. You had to check air, the commercials. Now this off is. The, when I'm gonna say yeah. things yeah. that don't exist anymore. Right. Sadly, in radio, and you would go in for your shift, which right. meant you were a live announcer DJ on for a certain period of time. Yep. And I was working at the Hot Rocking AM station, <laughs> AM thirteen. You had your transmitter log, and, and I, you had your program. And yeah. I, had, I had my log, and I would look down, and I would see that the Braves were starting at a certain time, and it would have all the Brave sponsors that I had to get in, and I would get these eight-track cartridges, yeah, and I'd line them up for the Braves. Call them carts. And, yeah. I, and I would look at these carts, and I would look down, and they would see the local breaks, which mean they're coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the key to that was you what had – What was their out cue? Did they say this is the Braves radio network or something, something like, like that? that? It was something like that. They but, didn't say that on the network break. No. Right. Yeah, they had a different – yeah. so you'd know which one was coming. But you'd follow the log, but you'd get so lost in that. You'd have to wait on the out cues. <laughs> right. And so you would think, all right, the Braves are playing. I think I'm going to – I think I'm going to just kind of – Piddle with something over here. Every now and then, I'd even play records that I wanted to hear, and it's because it was so boring. Because <laughs> uh, you could literally hear the guy selling beer, yeah, on the radio. <laughs> Get no, your cold cold beer. Beer. And, and so, so, the, so you could hear the games while the breaks were going on because there wasn't and, a crowd there to you, make noise. And so, a lot of times, you would quit concentrating, yeah, and you would hear. Oh, and you go, oh my gosh, I've missed. Am I in a break? Oh my gosh, I've missed the break. <laughs> then I'll see you here. 
low outside. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, oh, low outside, wait three and two. Wait a minute, he's still going. The color commentator Rick was Kemp so tired up in of the Rays bullpen again today. The color guy was mainly like, I got nothing else. Yeah, there's only so much you can say, and it's only the third inning. Y'all, the Braves were so bad. So bad during that time, too, Rick. I mean, it was unbelievable how bad they were. They would even trade to get someone who was like a an award-winning pitcher. He could be the uh, hmm. uh, what, the Cy Young award winner. He would come to Atlanta, pitch one game, blow his arm out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andy that, Messersmith. Y'all remember that? Yeah. He, Bruce Souter. Bruce uh, oh, yeah. They yeah. ruined Bruce Souter, who was unhittable at one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did the Braves the, ruin Bruce Souter? But, but they I, got the mad Hungarian, too, one yeah. time. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Roboski. Yeah. Remember poor, him? Poor Dale Murphy. He had to stay there. Oh, yeah. 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 And finally got to go. Remember, your little, your little league team can decide to leave on a Thursday afternoon for a Thursday night game. Yeah, and you would and sit, sit behind, right behind home plate and meet and yeah. meet Daryl Cheney. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know why Daryl Cheney was one you always got to meet. Right. But. The only thing close to an attraction was Hank Aaron, and he'd hit a home run every game or two. And so. of course, at the office, all the older guys, because you know we were yeah. young. Every, it was. It's like they thought they were the first one to ever say it every year. Mm. It would be like the end of May, and they declare the Braves are already mathematically out of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. You so, hadn't even got started good, remember, and they'd be thirteen games out. Yeah. Remember the great Bob Horner? Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. When Horner you showed me? up, they got good there yeah, for a time. Yeah. a little bit. Start yeah. getting better. He'd hit one. Uh, that, hey, and for college baseball, this is and then when they got real good, they got real good for you to get on a kick because all the conference I mean, tournaments are about to start, yeah. and then you've got the. Uh, the bracket starting, and before you know it, Omaha will be rolling. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm kicking the tires. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. So uh, we were, you know, we're, we were learning. Did you catch this? So I was talking to, to Big Love and the other interns in the kitchen. Now, what, what was the word they said for something that's good? Smacks or slabs? Slaps. Slaps or slabs? Slabs. Slabs. Do we have that right? It's slabs. I know. I know. We, got, we got the smack one. Like slap, like smack, and then smacks. Yeah. Well, i tell you what, that slaps or that smacks. Smacks? Yes. Mm-hmm. So not slabs. There's, but no, no. Slaps, slaps like in. Yeah, I got you. And then smacks, wow. which, you know. Well, show us slaps well, again, but no, a little harder. Show us again, buddy. I hit myself red. a little harder than I wanted yeah. to. So, so he, he said he tried a breakfast burrito from Chick-fil-A today, and he said it. He said it smacks. It yeah. smacks. And then we all said smacks, and he said, yeah, either smacks or slaps, so meaning it's good. I thought he said good. sucks, but it was. No, 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 that wasn't it, Greg. <laughs> well, smacks makes sense because if it's good, you smack your lips. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And does slap, slaps mean it's so good you slap your mama? Slap your mama. Uh, Maybe by the way, so. I don't know who came up with that. But no, it was I don't either. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'd rather be your tongue food. slapping the roof of your mouth. Yeah, trying yeah. To yeah. yeah there's that one. Uh, Lynn's out of Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Lynn, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, guys. Long-time listener. Hey, I was living in Atlanta during the really bad years of the Atlanta Braves. Listened to a local radio station, and they went to break. And it was, it was a commercial they set up, and uh, you hear the phone ring. This lady answers. She said, Braves, ticket office. This guy goes, he goes, hey, listen, I'm in town for business. I'd like to come catch a game. Uh, what time does the game start? That lady paused and she goes, "Well, wh- what time could you get here?" <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I mean, yeah, Greg, cool. you're you're right. They they got Horner in the college draft. He started like mid season. Oh yeah. And then they they had a little run, their first little run to be good. And you remember they they were getting into playoffs or close to the playoffs, and they they took out Chief Nakahoma's tent out of the left field bleachers to make more rooms because people were actually coming to the game. And then they started losing. So they thought it was a curse, remember? And they had a big controversy mm-hmm. about, do we put the tent back up? And, well, but, I, I remember, Greg, and this is what I remember. But, it. But under Sheerholtz, they got really good for a long period oh, of time. Won a World Series, probably should have won two or three oh, more. They but, run the 90s. Was yeah. Well, you were talking about the, the little thing. They had a little, just this little blip in the 80s. Yeah, it was just yeah. a blip, remember and it was just Cardinals totally out, out of the blue. For and, the pennant. They and and, yeah. the and what, it, what it was, see, we had never seen the Braves play in the fall. Ever. Yeah, we didn't. I'd, I'd never seen people in the stand. So we were you and I were I playing football, going, yeah. and, and they had a team room where you where the team would go to get ready for games or whatever. So we were you know it gets into, it gets into October, so we're you know three or four games into the season, football season. And I remember thinking, looking on the TV in the team room when Greg and I played high school football, and I couldn't believe the Braves were on and they were playing the Cardinals to actually win the pen. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, you know Biff Poker. Po- what was his name? Pokeroba. Pokeroba. Biff Pokeroba. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember who went on. It, was he the one that went on to be a basketball referee? We had him. No we idea. had one of them. It, maybe it wasn't him. It was another catcher they had. He actually was a basketball oh, referee oh, at, right. at, a, at a Jack State game one time. Really? Yeah. And I was like, how about yeah. that? But I remember that little that little run. Oh, yeah. And, and, I, could, I, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Because Dale Murphy got – at great. least he got to play on one good team. You know, doing that. He did. That year. was a good team. And yeah. then they went back to crap. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, then, and then come the roaring ni- back in the 90s. In the 90s. With the Sid yeah. Bream round third. And yeah, other, that's, well, that's, that's when it got real that's right what, then. That's I'll what kicked it off. That one. Yep. And then uh, – uh, And people are emailing me wanting me to let you know that Pete Van Wuren has passed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I knew that. Yeah, right. I knew that. But I have a picture with him in my office. Yes, you do. You do, buddy. When we got to sit in on the Braves broadcast, I couldn't believe it, Rick. I couldn't believe it. Because I thought somewhere out there there may be a little kid at an AM station who's running the brakes now. I know it. Yeah, and they don't know what we went through. No, they have no idea. No idea. The uh, also, uh, well, I'm, and I and I'm not sure whether I should bring this up or not, uh, and I probably shouldn't have emailed the email I got to everybody. <laughs> I should have just kept it between me and Bubba. But well, I think uh, it, I know where you're going with this. Boy, we got an update on the snake, didn't we? Boy, did we? Ooh, hey, wow. and how about oh, this, Rick? My. Rick, that's a little unnecessary. Right, the well, details. they wasn't no need for that. No, but, what, I mean, because it really this, didn't change the story at all. But, right. you know, you well, remember, it kind of does. You remember we did this. What, I mean, but you, you see what I'm saying? The though? guy got bit. Oh no 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 no! I know it, it changes sorry. the story completely. I don't. I, I the wish snake show. Have, yeah, I, I wish you, I they wouldn't have used it. the word and told us that in yeah. the thing. But it does change the story. It does, and uh, it's the young lady that was uh, is is the daughter of the guy who did the snake show when we were uh, kids. Huh? Remember us talking about that last week? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then somebody told us that sadly during a snake show at a school she was actually bitten by a rattlesnake. Yeah. yeah. And mm. and then we got the idea that she was okay and it comes. I've through. seen the video. It does look like she was bit in the stomach. It does. Yeah. But um, it does. It I mean, I've seen the video. I mean, I've watched it. It's, it's we, floating. We around. showed it. Can we I show the record on, uh, straight YouTube, off of our, our last channel. conversation? It was Bruce Benedict who was the <laughs> Braves player turned 
basketball. He referee. got bit by a snake. Yeah, no, no but he did not <laughs> get bit by a right. snake that I'm aware of. Bubba that I'm aware of. That email later today. Yeah, yeah. but that's all. Well, that's I just about. look. You know what? Yeah. We strive for the truth we do. here. No, <laughs> I knew said it was one in 2019. Of you were going to be more consistent. And this yeah. is just an example it of is. that. It well, is. you know, we we have to wade out in the water a lot here catching boats, but uh, yeah. you know, we we try to get it right. Best Never heard that analogy before. You know what I mean? Wading out in the water catching boats. That's lake talk, Rick. But anyway. <laughs> uh, I've caught some rafts waiting out there. I, I really, but I guess you could catch a boat. Well, if you throw the a, rope, I got yeah. it. Uh-huh. Uh, but the um, but going to back to the story. So unfortunately, somebody who's in the know said that uh, that the young lady was bit. It, it was not where we thought, but that she is uh, still in the yeah. hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in the mid area there. So sort it's of a bad deal. Look, a rattlesnake bite. It's a bad deal. Period. Yeah, but let's admit that's that's a that's, that changes that it. does change that the change dynamic. Sure does, but I ain't gonna have one out on the table playing with it. You know, no, you probably it might get me, but it ain't gonna be that way. You, you probably know. would not do a snake show. No, yeah. no, I don't even want to see one. Right. Yeah. You, did you go to the snake show when you were a kid? Oh, we had them at our school. I know. Did you it. ever act for an exemption, like have your mom write an no, excuse or something? No, I just didn't. I just didn't care nothing about it. But you were in the. Did you act like if you were in religion, you had to stay in class? You know, there's well, certain things. Well, you know, they, they I just, kids in a weird stuff. They can't go where. It's, like, I was flag. just. I, I sit way up top in the bleachers. You know, I had my posse up there. We're doing our own thing. <laughs> you you know? didn't raise your hand when they right. said, no, "Let's hold, no, hold no, the no. python." No, but you no. were Jump. sitting in a gym full of snakes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we did ours in the auditorium. So Same thing. There was Y'all more exits. I could get out from the back. Y'all yeah. see that from uh, what late Friday into Saturday, a, a skate pet snake has been found in the neighbor's washing machine. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they mm-hmm. found it. Is it is it poisonous? I mean, it'd it, be dead. Mine. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you this: if you want a snake story, this is your show. Yeah, it is. If it's a snake story in the United States, yeah, we, we got it. this or Black Panthers. This was right. just yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yes, that was a neck and neck on story. Right, and, and we're corn snake, Rick. Okay, corn well, snake. that's what Adler had. It'll scare yeah, you though. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't want that. But I mean, it's not like these other exotic pet people that have things get loose. Like the time that we were worried about a suburb of Birmingham, everybody was gripped in fear over a, getting spit in the eye. From a spitting cobra, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't expect to live outside of Birmingham, Alabama, and have to be running from a spitting cobra. No. Mm-hmm. Do you do you uh, remember how many slow motion videos we had of a cobra spitting oh, on the news every day? God. Oh my gosh, because they had Wasn't to make it? they had to make sure they terrified you completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we didn't want to feel safe in our bed, <laughs> so it can get me on the way to the mailbox. <laughs> 20 foot away, Rick. (laughs) What? What's that in the ditch? Oh, my. (laughs) We'll be back. Bottom of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba shows coming your way right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant dudes. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. DollarShaveClub.com slash Bubba. Uh, is our website. Uh, it, the things that we need to look and feel our best can now be delivered directly to our door at a, a fraction 
uh, what it costs to go out there and be hassled. I mean, is there anything worse going, hey, I'm out of so-and-so. I got to run down and whatever and pick that up. You need anything? I got to go get this stuff. Or it could be shipped right to your door at a fraction of the cost. We love the product. So, of course, it started out with, with shaving stuff. It's called Dollar Shave Club. Uh, but you, you're not locked into any kind of membership. Don't think you're locking into something you can't get out of. And you can set it up to be delivered as often as you like or as little as you like. It could be every month. It could be every six months. Whatever you need uh, based on uh, your lifestyle. Uh, and, they, and let me tell you right now, if you'd like to kind of get some samples, they come with a handsome discount. Only $5 these sample sets. Now, you pick out the ones you'd like to try, and they send you samples, you know, sample sizes of whatever products you want to try. Uh, and then you decide, all right, I like these. And then after that, they'll send them to you at regular price and the regular sizes. Uh, but, again, you're going to save money because this system is so much more efficient, and you're never out of the things that you need. It's just a better way to handle these products. So go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, you mentioned to me uh, on uh, on a less lighter note, uh, really kind of a heinous note, this this Appalachian Trail killer. Or do you know anybody that's ever hiked that trail? Uh, you know, I think I do. I I've don't, met some people I, I, who've hiked. It goes it. a long way. It oh goes yeah, a very long it's way. like two thousand miles long. Ooh. Yeah, I, I just I know people that have been on parts of it. Do I know anybody that's gone the entire thing? I don't think I do. But well, you know, there's probably a I'm reason wrong. that I probably will not hike that. One, I don't want to hike that far. I don't know that I want to ride that far. Uh, but uh, yeah. Rick, uh, this is another reason we had a man who is thirty years old. He has been charged with murder after he had a senseless and brutal machete attack on two uh, Appalachian Trail hikers that left one dead and one injured. Mm. Now, the man, uh, Rick, is um, uh, he he identified himself as sovereign. I'm sorry, like sovereign, sovereign God? Uh, that's Look at him. Look at his eyes, Rick. He ain't with us. Mm. Rick, uh, we I'm, let this guy out of the cage after we had him in it? Yeah, he just got out of prison and... Uh, Promptly went and murdered these two people. Right, can, can I ask you something on, on the release? Is that he just did he serve his sentence? He um, certainly wasn't paroled. I hope because uh, how he gets by the parole board. So so some questions want to ask you. So tell us your name again. I am sovereign. Okay, you're back in. I mean, you're not going anywhere. You're not going to make. You're not going to reach the standard of parole. Rick, get this. He was arrested only two weeks ago for threatening hikers with a knife, but was released on probation after pleading guilty. This is ju- the judicial system run into the ground, y'all. We this can't is, let we had the guy. evaluate this guy. We, we had the guy. So we did have him. Yeah. And oh, we yeah. let him go. Why? Uh, he pleaded guilty. And we did No, wait a minute. I plead guilty to <laughs> he trying was to. He released on probation. Wait a minute. I pled guilty to trying to knife people on the Appalachian Trail, and somehow I got paroled? That's what the story Our says. Our probation. Isn't I mean? that unbelievable? Yeah. I mean, you that just can't, you can't hardly, uh, you can't believe what you read. Do you have a package on expedient, Mike, somehow? Shed some light to this. He's got something going here, or, or Adler yeah. does. I don't know like, what that let is. Let me refer back this to the beginning me. of the story. Just... Now, this is why you're not going on the trail, Bob. <laughs> this yeah. is one of the reasons. <laughs> right. I, I will tell you. That's, that's way yeah. down the list. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the chances I'm going to be killed by a crazed demon-filled man named Sovereign, I don't know that I ever get to that of all the other right. reasons I'm not going to <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah. real. That's the fact that they don't sell peanut M&Ms along the way. No, they do. Uh, let's start the point first, number one. Let's start, let's start the first one that probably kills the trip, the length of the trip. Let's <laughs> start with this one word, hiking. In, hiking. If I'm I had out. to guess. Walking if briskly. I had, if I had to guess, there's 
probably it's probably illegal to carry a gun on this truck. Probably so. And then see what see what you got. Guys, this is like a haunted movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on. out in the woods. The Appalachian Trail Killer. H- hundreds Ooh. of miles away from I'll civilization. If I'm on it, there's a gun hid. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I'll no. just take my chance. Me and App Trail without gun? No, sir. That's not a, Yeah, that's and not then when the happen. machete man comes out, I may have a weapons charge later this week, but I'll be alive. Exactly. Right. Yeah, every, gun trumps machete. Yeah, every, every, yeah. Sneaks up on You know oh, what? Yeah. I'll actually be able to come to my hearing Yeah, because I'll be alive still. Yeah. You know, that's... God, I'm just. Uh, I cannot believe. And then, if anybody wants to know where Sovereign is, I can show him the gully he's laying down. You know Sovereign yeah. <laughs> with with bullet holes from what I had. Mm. Yeah, I opened fire on the guy who screamed, "I'm Sovereign!" and came after him with a knife. If y'all are upset about that, you'll just have to see my journey. So two okay. weeks after his charge and, and all that, that's he, what he, he hacked, Yeah, hacked yeah. So him. he was arrested uh, for threatening hikers, like Bubba said. He had a 17 inch knife. Uh, he also had drugs. Uh, he was sentenced go. to probation and ordered to pay fines. Okay, so, guys, how? So do, I guess he, he has a, a probation officer and, and has restrictions and, and has well, to check in, in and, and he, all this kind of it stuff. It says I, that he ran, he ran some hikers out of a shelter with a shovel, then showed them a knife and machete and said he was gonna, uh, it was going to be a bad few day for, day for the hikers. All right, can I tell you all, I think with zero reservation, if you want to break probation, killing people in cold blood usually breaks. That'll do it. That'll do it. it. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. So I got to go back to how he got out of jail. Was did he just serve his sentence and it was over? No I way. He I guess sentence. they're they're they saying like he, got, he, got he pleaded probation. guilty. They never gave been him in probation. Jail? Probably the initial set him on his way. Him never been in jail. Well, you know now the whole move is to keep people out of prison if you can. I don't. Yeah, but but people claiming they have knives wanting to kill people on the Appalachian Trail. I mean, I just Rick, I'll go. Right, I think we can safely assume that they were incorrect on what yes, the punishment can. they gave him. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, okay, you know the what? system. The system failed somebody, yeah. and they paid. They were incorrect right. on this one. Yeah. So we can say with zero reservation, whoever said this should be the sentence was incorrect. Incorrect. Yep. Was, yeah. They missed that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if if you're crazy enough to call yourself sovereign, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Don't well, you, did that ever come out when I was talking to yeah, you about probation? And, and did you look at him? Yeah, yeah, Rick, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's talking some right. buddies there. Ain't no doubt about that one. You got that right. Yeah, got them real gracious. See, I would have rather go ahead and, and <laughs> took up some space <laughs> in jail with him before he killed everybody. Yeah, Because right. we, now we got to take up space now, but he's already killed somebody. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't win anything in this one. No. we got a Shame. whole other charge now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we still, still I, got him in jail. And now If you're the dead. family of, of these people, too, you got to be just unbelievably furious. Yeah. That, this, that he he threatened this already and he got out. I mean, yeah. he literally walked through the – He's back on the trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody made the incorrect decision. I don't think he's a threat to society. Yeah. He was just <laughs> – he, he didn't mean what he said. I'll put him on probation. Mm-hmm. Good. What man. about when you hit the old app trail now? Hmm. In my mind, I keep thinking, everybody says, well, they got him now. I said, yeah, but the idea's out there now. Has Stephen King not Eric, made a movie about that, the Appalachian about the Trail? If he hadn't, he needs to, doesn't he? <laughs> it just seems an incredibly long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Rick, it's a long way. And there's a lot of, I mean, you got animals and everything else to deal with. But here, right? Bubba was considering it right up to this. <laughs> right. No, I, I, know, I know some people who've, who've been on this The whole trail. thing? Okay. Yeah, well, whatever they do. Right. Which is incredible to me at all. All right, yeah. can I tell you this? Because I mean, can somebody get me the distance of the app trail, please? Um, huh. Where, where, who has this kind of time? Uh, yeah, that's another thing. I don't know. I mean, I struggle to find time to hike up a few trails over by the house. Yeah, I, I mean, can't I even. Mean, I can't even get up to Ball uh, Rock yeah. at Chimney, you know, at uh, at Chee Hall. Oh, so, buddy. <laughs> I started to say Chimney Peak. I haven't been up there in a while either. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, Rick. A true hiker is going to take you five to seven months. Just say that again. Five to seven months. You got about 2,190 miles. miles. Yeah. But but who who has five to seven months? I don't know. I don't know. Best to do it properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I mean, what do these people do for a living? I guess that's what you're saying. Can, yeah, that can, you can get off because you say, well, they're retired. But by well, the time they you work retire, the post office or hey, something, by, what is the deal? By the time you retire, though, do you can I make it physically? Now? Yeah, I know. I oh, think here, I'd comes, rather, here comes old app I'd trail. rather do that canoe trail. That oh, oh, Nature Boy will know. Oh, here. here comes Nature Boy. One day we'll find him covered in leaves. You guys talking? <laughs> you, you guys talking about the AT? Wow, look at that. The, the OAT. You call it the AT if you want to be cool. Uh, and these people are called through hikers, meaning they hike an entire length of a trail like this. And this, uh, did you guys say 2,200 yeah, yeah, miles? Okay. Yeah. We heard five to seven months. Five to seven months. You got to time it right. As soon as like winter's snow is starting to melt, that's when you that's when you start. And you hike all through the that time period. And, and hopefully beginning to end, you can hike. And so, so what does that come out to a day? How, how long would you walk a day? Some people are capable of hiking up to 50 miles in a day. Mm. Um, some people are. Some people are trying to get 10 miles in a day, but, like, the average would be 20 miles in, in if a day. You, let's say you wow, go you're in huffing to, it to get 50 miles. If yeah. you go into a Lowe's Superstore and you walk up and down every aisle, how far is that? Not very far. <laughs> Not very far. <laughs> that's part of your... <laughs> I know in your mind that's a long way, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba, you're, you haven't you well, haven't. I'm just, even, I'm just trying to get a mayor. Bubba, Bubba not to only know. Uh, not only have you not at that point left a a state, <laughs> mm-hmm. not only have you not left a county. Yeah, I you had outside. You ain't even left a town yet. Yeah, Rick, no, I ain't been outside. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bubba, Bubba's from the garden center to the sheetrock. That's where he's at. <laughs> hey, there's some weird things that goes on back in that plumbing department. Now. <laughs> Uh, it, watch it, it gets risky back there. <laughs> but, y'all, there's this whole subculture of people that, like, hike on these trails. They have nicknames for themselves, like, what's your trail name and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, what's your trail name, brother? My trail name would be... Tommy Fleetwood. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine, oh, yeah. Of course. Your phone calls Fox are next. squirrel. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show 866 we be big is the number and uh phones are almost full and uh, there might be two lines maybe available so don't forget uh, the rick and bubba buffalo wild wings charity charge is happening today uh, an opportunity for you to get out to participating buffalo wild wing locations all you gotta do is eat today and then uh, 10% of all food sales from participating Buffalo Wild Wings goes to benefit Highlands College. Uh, and so uh, go out and make that happen again today. And we'll be presenting that check uh, very soon. And uh, we'll be raising money for another great charity. And then we'll get you ready for another one coming up. So today, Charity Charge Day and participating Buffalo Wild Wings. To the phones we go, William out of Philadelphia, Mississippi. William. William, you got 30 seconds. Go ahead. All right, got another reason why uh, Mr. Bussy might not want to go on the Appalachian Trail. friend of a friend told me this story that um, he had someone that he knew go on the Appalachian Trail, brought their dogs with them. So I guess they're a, a DB, dog bringer. And, uh, <laughs> yep. what, and so their dogs were kind of edge on edge the whole time. person didn't really think about it. person also was taking pictures this whole time. So this person gets back to their house, develops the pictures, and puts them in their um, put them in their computer or whatever, and there were pictures of themselves 
sleeping while they were on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, my. So I guess there's other creepy people hanging out on wow. the Appalachian Trail. What? That's, that's over the line. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, this guy was pretty credible, too, so I don't think he was just telling it to tell it. One, oh, uh, one time out no. is gone, only one remains. Y'all. Now, look, guys, no, who no, would have ever no. thought no, that there's, there's a trail that goes on through several states and people come through it all the time? That that would be a draw to strange people. Yeah, yeah. If you're trying to avoid civilization, this is the first place you go. Stephanie yeah. says this is not the first person to kill on the Appalachian Trail. No, Stephanie, no. go ahead. Wait, Thirty seconds, long? of course not. Hey, really long. Hey, so I, um, when I was googling to look up about the murder to see what the guy looks like, um, really I just googled because you guys said he had crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when I pulled it up, it said that there was another murder, two murders in 1996. And um, it took them a while to figure out who killed the women because something about 1,500 tips before they found out who it was. Oh, gosh. Here we go. April and McCullough, ZZK yeah. is the way to get here. Yeah, just Google Appalachian kill. Oh, oh my yeah, God. you no, don't want that. April, go ahead. <laughs> you won't sleep tonight. <laughs> Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. No, I am a, I'm a canine handler for uh, Southeastern Search and Rescue out of Montevallo, and our Ooh. field training officer actually hiked the entire trail, and that's why he's our field training officer, <laughs> so we all don't die if we get stuck in the woods. But it's really interesting that, that somebody would do that many miles. Like, I wouldn't do it. but <laughs> How did he get that much time off? Did he just build up enough time he could go to? Or did he do it, in, uh, or did did he do it, it in... all at one time or, like, over weekends or what? I think he did it all at one time. Mm. I mean, do, do you go? Do you build I, up? I, I got an email. In, are you in between jobs? I, I got an email, <laughs> and it says a lot of people do it in, in weekend segments. Like you they, go back to where you were and well, drive to there. You can get on and off at different places, so they. You know, it's like for a weekend you can hike. So I guess every hundred miles or so. So, but like if I got to go back to work Monday, then I got to go back the next week and drive to where I was I and start so. again. Yes, Boo! Still, that's a lot of time. That is. Boy, Boo! Well, and you recover too. That's unfair. You yeah, want to do it the right that, way. Yeah, you're supposed to get that's sleep just, on. That's just a bunch of mini hikes. That's just a bunch of mini vacations. Right. Get out there and get grimy. Steve, welcome yeah. to the program. Go ahead. Steve out of the great state of Tennessee. You need to check out Bill Irwin. He's the first blind walker to finish that trail. He and his C&I dog. So, Bubba, you have no excuse. Well, he actually. Well, does. there's blind people can golf too. That's <laughs> that a good point. Me out. <laughs> Charlie Boswell, wasn't that his name? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> you came up with Charlie Boswell quick. <laughs> Isn't that his name? I don't know. By the way, we sure the famous made. blind golfer. Bill, so you're, I'm supposed to believe that a guy and his dog, and he's blind. No, I, was he legally blind right. or completely? There's blind. a story here in 2014. Greg, says, here we go with you and the blind again. Bill Irwin dies at 73, first blind hiker of Appalachian Trail. But but didn't say it's by himself though, right? Uh, he probably had to agree here. with him. That wouldn't I mean, be that, recommended. That's still though, no, not, yeah. not knowing where your your feet are going. You no, know no, how no, no, no. I'm rough not, that I am probably not is. saying it isn't a, a big deal. Do you think did. some of his friends got tired of it? Finally said, "You did it. We're here. <laughs> we made it." <laughs> He goes, you know, it's not as long as I thought it was. Man, I made that pretty easy. Oh, good job. <laughs> One weekend. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I thought this was going to take Let's months. No, back. this is it. Oh, we did it. Welcome to Maine. Uh, <laughs> we got lobster waiting on Feels us. It's kind of warm here. Well, you know, the seasons are different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get some lobster. Okay. This, this feels like red lobster. No, we're in Maine. <laughs> Never left Alabama. Just kept going down the trail. <laughs> oh, we're in Georgia now. <laughs> he really, he's eating red lobster in Gadsden. There he is. There he is with his dog. There he is.
Huh? You did I'm it. rolling video. It was. Let's see here. Where do you go? Uh, we, got, we got we got people that's done stories on him. I bet. Well, sure. We continue. I think they wrote a song about it. Let's go to um, let's go to Heath in Alabama. Heath, welcome to the program. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, get ready to use the timeout. So, uh, Randall Smith is guy's name. He was uh, he was convicted back in the early '80s of a double murder. Uh, he pled guilty, got 30 years on the Appalachian Trail. So, uh, he stabbed two victims, ended up going to court, pled guilty, got 30 years, was released after 15, mm-hmm. ended up going back to the Appalachian Trail, really close to the original site of the first murder got really close with a couple of fishermen, decided to shoot and try to kill them. What? So he gets 30 years. Randall Lee Smith is his name. We let him out in 15, and he goes on the Appalachian Trail, starts to kill again. So Guys, I don't right know. Where he left if, if, you, if you arrest somebody on the Appalachian you, Trail for, for cutting up, for whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. keep them. Don't let them go back. He yeah. actually was in there for killing people. If you're, if, why, if, why are you going to let him out? If you're sentencing yeah. people are, you, de- are deciding who gets parole, if they are an Appalachian Appalachian Trail murderer or attempted murderer, do not let them out. <laughs> They're going back to the trail. The trail's Rick, calling. Rick, he was less yeah. than two miles from the site of the 1981 murders. Good that night. What is that? <laughs> what in the world <laughs> is know. that? Oh, that's a drill. It's a drill. That's what it is. I swear it sounded like a puppy or a I dog. I thought a coyote was howling. What was that? Man? I thought an app trail killer was here. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear that? <laughs> no, but I don't think anybody. I almost started does. screaming. I ain't never been to the trail. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, was... I don't do trails. That was weird. Oh, that man. was weird. I didn't like that. I didn't enjoy that at all. <laughs> Bill, I guess her clock's off. It ain't 10 yet. Everybody's <laughs> face. We're all going. Bill in Chilton <laughs> County. Bill, go ahead. Morning, guys. Uh, I used to drive across uh, that road at Panorama every morning on my way to work about 7.30, 7.45. Beautiful sunrises every day, just that and the other thing. And one morning I was driving up through there, about 50 yards ahead, I see this big old black bear turning up the Appalachian Trail. I thought to myself, hmm, somebody's going to be breakfast. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, be you know, don't forget we have bears everywhere. Oh, snakes uh, everywhere. Uh, so you're not only trying to avoid people that want to kill you. Yeah. You got animals. Oh, yeah. And if I'm a bear, you know what I do? Why are we working so hard? Yeah. <laughs> Let's camp out by this trail. Yeah. Right. Slow humans come by here every day. Tired. <laughs> Even now and then the blind want to come by with a dog. No yeah. guns. No guns okay. either. No Don't forget guns. that. We can get a dog and a dude one hit. Now watch the guy with the machete. Right. Now watch him. Unless they have a radar detector where I get on the trail, I'm going to be covered. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Welcome in. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy here. Eddie Van Adler has uh, the YouTube option for you. You can also listen to us on America's boldest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba radio network. If you don't have a station, you can hear the podcast archives every day on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel or stream it live on the Rick and Bubba TuneIn app. After the live show on the TuneIn app, you get best of moments from the last 25 years. Interns helping out today. Big Love is here. Diamond Dale is here. And an unnamed intern. 
They earned their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense now deemed a superpower. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Busser. Great, Rick, glad to be here. Thank hey, you very much. Uh, how about um, a couple of things to, to talk about as we start this hour? Uh, and, and we had this story last week, but we never got around to it. But it's still in the news today because people are saying this might be a good sign to some of these uh, political activist groups that, that can't seem to to call themselves to know what's appropriate and, and not appropriate. Uh, and this was uh, dealing with the, the latest shooting that we had in Colorado. And, and if you, you know that, we had a, a young man, Kendrick Castillo, um, that uh, that charged the gunman, and they think he saved lives, even though he himself was shot and killed. Because you know we've talked about that a lot in a lot of these cases. If you're unarmed and there's a, a gunman that's just shooting people like fish in a barrel, I mean he he's he just going to shoot everybody, and, and and I mean you got to fight, do something. Uh, and this uh, young man did, and probably no telling how many kids' lives he saved. Well, when they tried to have a vigil for him, here comes all the. Uh, uh, prevent gun violence and gun, you know, uh, lobby and trying politicians. to politicians and all this. And the people walked out. Yeah, they they said, look, not this is not the time and and place for this. This is a vigil for someone who was heroic, and we certainly don't want to hear a bunch of gun control activists come into this and turn this into a political rally. And they walked out. You know, when I out. first heard that there was a walkout, I didn't know what it was about. Yeah. I, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you don't know, but. After you heard the story of what happened, you you certainly see why they did that. Yeah, they were just you know they were calling for something that our kind of our society sort of lost time and place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, and, That's not mm-hmm. the time. Look, you may really believe that that, that you're honoring those people, right. and it's not it's not time for that. And it, yeah. and it would be the same way for the other side too. It was put together by the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence. And how about this? They say that the way it turned out was so embarrassing that the gun control group has actually issued an apology saying, look, what we did was wrong. Yeah, yeah that is wrong. It's crazy. It's, it's it's just not the time or the place to well, do that. Well, it's just time and place. I mean, it is a lost art. I mean, it really, really is, oh. as you know. Oh, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Can I tell you what? I, I don't know what in the world has happened with that common sense of just knowing when you should and shouldn't do something. I mean, I mean, it, it's, it's, I mean it, it is – but I'm glad that they're getting pushback because I think this is good because, first of all, you're not exactly in some bastion of conservatism, Colorado. Yes. Right. Uh, so, so when you have people that probably are open to the idea of more gun laws and more gun control and you are so over the line you've even offended them when they're just trying to have a vigil for the dead yeah. – yeah, it must have been um, really bad. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't see any of the footage of it. I don't know if you did either, but it must I didn't, have been really been I bad. I didn't. I, I, I remember Speedy had the story in front of us that had it had taken place, right, mm-hmm. right, and that students had walked out. But today, you get the clarity of saying this student walkout. And keep in mind, this is students that did this. Yeah. I mean, here are students that probably have more sense than the adults who are trying to turn it into a, a political rally. They just said uh, it, it was a huge turnoff. For those that were there, they said this this is not about us grieving. This has turned into an opportunity for a politically um, motivated group, and we find it to be highly offensive. Yeah, I mean, they got to start giving speeches and mm-hmm. all this oh, kind yeah. of stuff, and so uh, so I, I think that's a, a step in the right direction. Yeah, um, I was telling uh, Speedy said that now you know we, we keep looking at all the different diseases and stuff that we have going on, and he says that we now have what they think. Is is the first documented case of someone getting sick from their dog? 
that yeah. the that the, the dog had mm. something and actually passed it on to the human owner. Well, that ain't good. No, no. and uh, so that well, you know, uh, I had I was suspect in that Rick the time I had Parvo. Remember? <laughs> I remember that. Right, I do. I, when when the doctor told the me, I thought, what? Yeah, the puppy killer. I got it. Right. Yep. He said, "Well, it's the human version of it." But so I, I immediately went and started giving the evil eye to my dog. Like it's, you give that, you give yeah. me that. Yeah, what you was, look at my face. That, that, that was before? just a few years ago. Yeah, what yeah, happened? It wasn't long. Well, let me tell you, it was it was the worst feeling I had had as a grown up to that point. Yeah, uh, right. Um, and it was Thanksgiving Day. Oh, yeah, and we had up. company coming over. Yeah. Right, you and had I, Parvo. I, I tried to get up out of the bed. I told Bay, I said something's wrong. I mean, I, I'm hurting. Yeah. I felt like I had, but you know that feeling you oh, always yeah. hear like you've been in a car wreck. If you've right. ever been in a car wreck, oh, yeah. you know you're yeah. talking about you're extremely sore for a few days after it. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we had company. I mean, I had a big group come to the house, and I literally sit in the recliner while everybody was there and did not mm. move around. <laughs> And you had, it was did awful. they bring you plates? It was awful. I did Probably manage to down like some food. Sure. I mean, thanks. I worked through it, Greg. Okay? It's Thanksgiving. And, I didn't want and to. And if I remember, too, he was so sick, he canceled the Appalachian Trail Hot. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, out. That's because yeah, he was, was going out. that following that's week. That's before he knew he about murder. But I, I, I immediately yeah, before began, that murderer called it. You know, because we've all had to deal with Parvo and puppies and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. you go. Never heard well, of any humans. I had neither. I didn't even know there was a version, but, uh, you know, our doc, he was on it. But mm-hmm. he knew right away because he, I guess he'd seen several cases of it lately, mm-hmm. too. Did you start smelling people's butts and stuff like that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I really didn't, Greg. As funny as that is, I did not. <laughs> uh, it's and a, you have to go get treated, and it takes it takes two or three months to get it uh, the virus out of your system. Uh. Um it says here that it's he was um, a parvo pup. We, we've got a veterinarian in Iowa that's confirmed oh, the, boy. Uh, several cases of canine uh, brucellosis coming from uh, small dog that's, breeding. I've heard of brucellosis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's a hog stuff. Heard that's heard the hog, hog stuff. disease. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and normally it, hog, you can you, know. you can get it if you um, uh, if you hadn't cooked the meat well from an affected animal uh, and um, from milk, um, some kind of uh, yeah, from what, hogs what, yeah. from a Certain area, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You don't want to get uh, reproductive fluids on. No, right. So they Ask they. Say, how about all these these, these people Paul. that that are that Runs let their dog just wear their mouth out, just just I mean Excuse just me? licking on their mouth, yeah. Yeah. kiss 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 kiss. I've kiss. Never, how about that? I've never just wearing you? their mouth out. You, blah, 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 you know, and they're just kissing them, and they're like, "Ooh, how you doing?" I've never. Ever, how about those people? Are y'all? I, my, I love dogs, but I don't love them that much. Well, well, sometimes the dog will give you a sneak attack. You yeah, know, when I'm you're talking, talking to it, and you went, wow, it just licked my tonsils. But I, I don't know how they right. do it so you didn't quick. Plan it that way. No, I, I wasn't gunning for that. But I see people like Speech talking about lean into that, <laughs> oh, and I'm yeah. like, have you never watched your dog, what he puts in his mouth at all, ever? Right. I see well, his let his mouth's cleaner than a human's. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, no. I'm I, I've watched my human During dog family. Days. I've watched my human family, what they do, and I've watched what my dog does. <laughs> there ain't no way his mouth's cleaner than theirs. No. I he's mean, no that, way. He's got that saliva to kill anything, really. No I way. I saw a guy letting the dog eat his popsicle, and then he would take a knock off Good night. What an idiot. He thought that was sharp. What an idiot. Um, yeah, I ain't sure. They the say s- symptoms in humans are fever, uh, sweats, headache, joint pain, and weakness. So you're saying that a, a, a dog made the owner sick. It mm-hmm. did pass from canine to human. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure some bacteria would. They were vi- viral stuff. <laughs> Mm, and then a lot of it just is trading the saliva and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just ugh. right. So yeah, everybody gets an accidental kiss every now and then from the old mm. dog, but I don't go in there looking for one. Mm. Well, the uh, <laughs> I mean, I no. mean they'll catch you sometimes. You know, you'll be talking to them and you just glance. Oh wow, 
Mm-hmm. You're like Lucy. Get some alcohol. I've been kissed by a dog. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen to me a lot. I just don't let my dogs get close. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, I was telling the guys, and, and Adler, I, I sent it to you in an email just then, but you know how the seniors every year try to, you know, you have to watch your kid when they're a senior, and I keep saying, look, dude, please try not to get sent home right here at the end. <laughs> yeah, or, no, no. You know, all of a sudden I get some call that you can't take a final because you've been an idiot or, or something like that. <laughs> and so uh, – the uh, undoubtedly they all decide. Of course, they were rejected, but they did it just to have the picture. The seniors, if you had a dog, you brought your dog to school with you. Oh, I saw that picture. We have any yeah. fights? We yes. have any fights? Uh, look, look right here. Yeah. So that is so funny. That, that's that's uh, young Broderick's crew. <laughs> um, and uh, and by the way, remind me to tell y'all something else. Rick, there's here in a Buddy. And so Buddy is there in the middle with with. And if you notice, did you notice that dogs kind of take on the personality yep. of their owners yeah. Yep. Yeah. start looking I like mean them. if you look I mean they all kind of go with their dog don't they? <laughs> they do and um but but look at that old one in the but, front but Greg you know how you know how yeah. buddy buddy our dog Sherry said she said Rick when he came back from this even though he was rejected and one of our neighbors had to bring him home she said Rick he he stayed happy over this this experience for like half the day oh it made <laughs> she, day. she said he would look look how joyful well, he Rick, is he right finally there. got off that pillow he's yeah. think, he's thinking to himself I cannot believe that the, I've been taking on this adventure and there's people yeah. and people are petting yeah, and there's other dogs look right there I mean did he just he just got <laughs> just it. so happy look Rick, how happy he is. there's no crazy man yelling yelling get back to your place <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right oh you wouldn't believe how I get back in line when I got home when I got back home, I had to get him in line. He thought he was a no who new dog. He uh, thought these all new rules. Yeah, <laughs> but but we had to, we had to solve some of that. Uh, but he got, he's back behaving. But Sherry said that he was just joyful, like he just had a little smile on his face the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back sixteen minutes past the hour. Eight six six, we be big is the number. So be careful if your dog's sick. Don't assume you can't get it. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. Yeah. The weird dog people now are going to be taking diseases around with them. Uh. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Wait, 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. Don't forget uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Rick and Bubba Charity Charge today. Uh, benefiting Church of the Highlands, uh, the, the Highlands College. Uh, if, you, uh, if you're eating out today and participating in Buffalo Wild Wings, enjoy it. We'll certainly be dining as well. Uh, Bubba and I were talking in the break. Where are you on the, this story that the U.S. Army is planning to roll out new uniforms, and they're, they're throwbacks, and they look like the ones that have been worn in the past specifically. Uh, they, they're going back to World War II. Well, do, Speedy, can you pull up a picture of it so we can see them? Because I have not seen the actual uniforms. No, but, but But just at first thought in this, Rick, I don't have a problem with it because we're going back. And putting on the uniforms when we were number one. Maybe. Is this for good or a special occasion? Is this like going to be their uniform? It says the reintroduction of this uniform is meant to inspire trust and confidence in our soldiers' professionalism and readiness. So I, I guess this is going to be the uniform for, for now. See, I guess I just don't follow those things. I didn't know we had different ones. I remember when they went to the uh, – to the little hats as opposed to the baseball type caps. What what do they call those? The beret, beret type thing or some versions of it. Mm-hmm. So what 
is this the new one? Is this what we're we're looking at going to? Of course, Trump is saying they're very expensive, but the, this is what they want us. So that's what we got them. <laughs> oh, of course, he really did say that. He, he said well, something about the belt. He got he got kind of sideways. You know, the yeah. belt the belt's very expensive. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, this is. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I've been watching it. A world, it, do, it does kind of look World War Two mm-hmm. two ish, doesn't it? Well, yeah. it, it goes back to if you remember this. If we can tie this back, but we were number one. Right? You know, well, when we yeah, owned you know, right. as everything mm-hmm. gets tied back to sport at some point. I recall vividly when when uh, Greg and I, when our dad took over at Jacksonville State University, they had started tampering with the uniform and had done a bunch of weird versions of the uniform. And his quote was, "I want to put this team." To this, to, to this same point, mm-hmm. I want to put them back in the uniform that Jacksonville State wore when they were kicking people's butts. Yeah, he said we're going back to the seventies. Mm-hmm. We're going to get that same That's a good hat. That, I like that, that same uniform. I got that hat because there's something to uniforms okay. that represent success. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, and so this is and we've been successful. I know in some other uniforms. Don't miss me wrong, but this, I mean, don't get me wrong, but this was. I mean, this was a biggie. Well, see, there, there's teams that change their uniform, Rick, when they're winning, and I think that's a terrible mistake. We saw that with yeah, the right. uh, with the St. Louis Rams, remember? Now, if you're losing, that's the time you change your uniform because you got to shake it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. but I, I like the traditional Army World War II look. Yeah, I mean, but, but, I mean, I certainly we've had you know things that we're proud of since then, but that's kind of the yeah, that's I, kind of the. I guess dog. I don't. I didn't realize that it had drifted that far from that. I guess. What? What? Do you have a picture of what we're in now before we go back to this, Speedy? Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't even know where you because you got the that, different though. branches, and I've seen. Then you get into special forces. Well, we're it, just it, talking about army here. That's right? what I mean. I'm, I know the I'm Navy ta- hadn't changed in a little like. Right. That's the one I'd work on, by the way. Yeah, but the uh, um, the Navy, I think they got probably the best ones, don't they? You talking about the with the I'm not, I'm with the hat with the Popeye hat no. <laughs> the dress white the flap oh no I'm not talking about that You're I'm talking about officers we're I'm talking about, about we're talking about the guys on the ship with the with the, right, the has, a, the, uh, has the flap on yeah, the front I'm sitting here looking at Bubba I got a uniforms. seven minute video I'm gonna I'm gonna send you okay and it is the evolution of the United States Army uniform okay, okay. that would yeah. be that'd be educational I'll look at that I'll put it in show notes too for those of you that want to yeah I'm not talking about naval officers I'm talking about I'm on a ship and I've got that. The same thing that the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man has on. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I, I gotta, I gotta come. I, we gotta come up with something better now. Yeah, you don't disagree with that, do you? Hmm? I don't. I don't want to speak here because you know, on this show, if you get something wrong, you'll be just hammered. Yeah. Oh, of course. It's never, it's it's never stop. I, I don't before. know. I don't know if is that. A uniform per se, or is that just one of the things they they work in? Or I think that when you think what, get their picture the, made, that's what they got. The dress, what, don't the they dread, have yeah. the dress? No, Who the, is the, it? Has the, the dress Marine. blues? Is that's that the Marines? Yeah, the Marines are the dress blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And the that's the, a good looking uniform. The, it is. The Navy's the white. It's what Tom Cruise and them had on if you're at, an the, officer. at the graduation. The party, officers right? are fine. They, those look good. Right. Yeah. You know, but especially if you're a pilot. What do you call those hats? The ones you're talking about. I don't know. Bye bye. Oh, know. we're really going back here <laughs> right. in the uniform. We're starting with the colonial days, yeah. so it is. A I mean, kind of trend you know, I don't want to. I, mean, I just, I'm talking about of all the things. <laughs> that, let's just, say let's just call it. Rick, it's, it's not a very good looking uniform. It's it, just it, not. it is. I mean, I, I look. Mr. Salty's got it on the pretzel guy. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he I, does. I, That's exactly. He's got it. on. Yeah. I just, you know, I just. That's, that one doesn't. The Air Force is a is a bluer uniform. I'll move yeah. forward here. Yeah. And then the Marines is a is a dark green one, isn't it? Now that looks more like the what they're doing in in battle. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a World War One there. Yeah, that's, that's no, no yeah. boy. We're looking, yeah, we're looking no at uh, 
we're looking at uh, the the video right now on yeah. uh, on YouTube. So, yeah, that's the one, the big one there, WW2. Yeah, yeah. Pacific. So we're going. That's that's pop now this there. is all battle this stuff. This is battle yeah. stuff yeah. here. This is yeah. the video that you mentioned. The it's evolution, not the dress, yeah. not the dress yeah. clothes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There. There we go. Okay. Well, let's Boy, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of them. Oh yeah. That's uh, yeah, but we, if I could go into well, our military gilly, and change look there, and right? change one uniform, I change that particular naval yeah. uniform. Not all of them, just that right. one. You talking about the bell bottoms and the flap and the Popeye? Yeah. I'd, I'd drop that one. Yeah, I would too. It, it just doesn't scare me. <laughs> what uh, what what do you call that hat though? They wear what is that hat? Get, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what the Ooh, name boy. of it is. Here we go. We need some naval navy person to let us know what that right. is. Yeah, it, it just. Uh, hmm. <laughs> It's it's a but I I understand it's a tradition. No, it's a tradition. I got all that. Not all traditions are good. No. Mm-hmm. Now see when you you show the Korean War version here, I can't tell a big difference in it in World War Two. Can you? There's not a lot of difference. It says that even in the story we have about the new uniform, said it will reflect these two eras pretty similar. The hat right. seems to be different. Right. It sits mm-hmm. up. Uh, right. Yeah. The helmet. No, I'm talking about the the dread like the. the yeah, these are all battle uniforms we're looking at right here, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're all kind of green looking, right? They are kind of green looking. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't tell them. Right. Now you guys, you are colorblind. Color You're colorblind, so that's a valid Oh, I forget. I, well, that looks green to now, me. Now, don't they have the digital camo and all that? They do yeah. have some of that. Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. 866, like we be biggest than ever. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIGS, our number. Compassion International is our new partnership. All right, I'm updating you. We want to get 250 children sponsored directly to this show, uh, and we've moved up about 5% from where we were. We're about 30% there, and uh, I would love by the end of this week that we go ahead and hit the goal or at least get about 75% of the way there. So why don't you join us right now? Uh, You know, Compassion International, when they teamed up with us, we vouch for you, the greatest, most powerful, most influential listening and viewing audience in the world, that 250 children sponsored directly from this show shouldn't even be a big a big task at all. And you're doing great, but we got some work to do. Uh, we we got to get uh, to getting closer to that goal. Would love to be there by the end of the week. So if you have not sponsored a child yet through Compassion International, uh, this is one of the world's most respected nonprofit organizations in the world with regard to financial integrity. And everything that you're working, 80% of every dollar goes directly to the child, uh, to that family, to that community. It is also vetted out through a local church and a local pastor. Uh, And if you would like to find out more about how you can help with the physical needs and, more importantly, the spiritual needs of children all over the world that are in dire situations with with about a dollar a day sacrifice on your part, and I use the word sacrifice loosely there because we are so blessed in the country and nothing wrong with that. But we're blessed and we're thankful, but we're also blessed that we can help other people. Uh, So if you'd like to talk to the folks at Compassion International about the children that are waiting on you, 855-293-2323. These are children that are living in extreme poverty where just the basics of daily life are not available to them. Compassion.com slash Bubba. Also a link at rickandbubba.com 
under the sponsor's button. I mean, if you look at uh, Jesus' own words uh, there in the book of Matthew, you, you see that this is pretty straightforward. Uh, what we do to the least of these, we actually do to him. So uh, so make a move on that today, and let's get to the goal by the by the end of the week. Bubba, I'm sorry. These are the days of America, walking together the promised land. Uh, Mason, Ohio. Mason High School. Bubba, we, we've heard of this before, but now it's actually being implemented. Uh, the students of Mason High School in Mason, Ohio, in the United States of America, will no longer vie for valedictorian or salutatorian distinctions in an effort to reduce the overall competitive culture. Well, that's that's funny, Rick, in uh, so many ways that they can't do that. I think this is a great step in the right direction. Let's do away with grades, too. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is uh, – They're hurtful. This is a situation where – They limit a lot of kids, Greg. Yes, they do. Never a problem for my children to be overlooked for valedictorian or salutatorian. Yeah, I never – you know, when mm. I started high school, I really never worried about that problem. Mm-mm. No, no, I worried about – No need to jot down any ideas <laughs> for that speech. Now, when I was graduating college, I worried about somebody pulling me out of the line. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> now, I don't know how it happened. Of course, you better bring some help. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. It wasn't anywhere. from any of my guidance, but my daughter actually was salutatorian. I know. We're great. Yeah, well done. Night. I don't know what Look happened. at that. Yeah. Uh, her mother smart. obviously had a big influence on it. That gum smart. Yeah. Hey, I don't yeah, know yeah. yeah. I mean, but here's here's the thing that gets me. So we're acting like the valedictorian and salutatorian, they're they're this is the problem with our country right now. They're treating this like you're getting getting rid of who's who. Right. Yeah. Like it's just it's just random yeah. where right. people get in there. This is not a popularity contest, okay? And I don't think there's any problem with that because that's how life works. You learn a lot from that. And not to take it personal, but if you want to, I think it, it's good they highlight the kids who have excelled in certain areas. But um, but but this academic honor is earned. Oh, well, no, yeah. that's what I'm yeah, saying. I mean, it, this is not something the kids yeah. vote on. This is earned. But I think yeah. I think we should take this opportunity to play the left back on themselves and say, look, this is a great idea. Do away with grading. Because you're just limiting, you're just pushing kids down. Yeah, just, great. just push yeah, them. Down. I mean, like granted, they don't do the content. work. They can't, you know, they can't learn what you're teaching them. But why are we <laughs> holding them back with yeah. a silly letter grade? Yeah. The, <laughs> so these students are going to bust their tails. They're going to do the work that other students won't do. Sacrifice a lot. They're going to yeah. sacrifice, and they're going they're going to put in the effort, and then get nothing in return. Yeah. yeah. Go figure. Yeah. I mean, so we all going. I'm going to get the same attention. The first one is the guy who barely scraped by. So under this, I'm sorry. I mean, nothing against it because I I exactly light it up and mm-hmm. I'm okay about it. But I wasn't disappointed because I knew I wasn't in the hunt. I didn't care. No. Right. And if I am in the hunt, I'm still close. So I still did really good. Right. You know. Yeah. I, it's a. Uh, you know, I, this is not an area I excelled in, <laughs> uh, but I have respect for those that do. And from what I've gathered, it's not just given to them. They, no, no, they, no, they, no, they work no, very, very, very. See, I know and for why, a long time. I they mean, paid it's years and worked years, for us. Yeah. Oh, believe me. I'm not delusional on why I didn't make good grades. I didn't make good grades because I didn't put the effort in or work hard enough to make good grades. Well, and, and like right. I say, even yeah. though that wasn't my thing, I certainly respected uh, the accomplishments that yeah. these people yeah. made. You know, that's part of the American way. You compete and you're rewarded. The ones that don't try to change, get better, or do something else. And, again, I, this is just the watering down of America on another front. No, it now. is. Oh, yeah. But I think we ought to have a little fun with it since, you know, the libs, how they like to do stuff. Well, yeah, well, let's just, you know, you know, let's, let's just say diplomas can just be handed to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I mean what, just um, 
Why are we Doesn't giving matter. grades? As a matter of fact, why are we even showing up for class? Let's just have the graduation, hand out the awards, and <laughs> everybody move on. We'll right. call it – everybody gets a participation diploma. Yeah. And uh, and we're all valedictorians. We're all That's right. We're all mm-hmm. valedictorian of our own class, Rick, because it's about mm-hmm. me. Yep. That's just – I mean, that's that's crazy. And see, the real world doesn't doesn't work that way. I mean, yeah. look, now, a lot of people want it to work. Yeah, let's that way, let's say let's say that you go into pharmaceutical sales or any kind of sales, <laughs> right? And somebody says, "All right, so so Billy, mm-hmm. Sarah, you are all out there together, okay?" And Billy and Sarah, they move the product, baby. I'm talking about they hit and exceed their quota every single month and every single year. You mean they work for big pharma, right? Right. right. <laughs> and then and then they and they keep getting raises and they keep get, be given better clients and they keep being brought back to have a job again. And then you don't. Mm-hmm. And you go, "Well, what happened? I, I was salutatorian and valedictorian in my school. Were you really? Well, nobody was. I guess I was just as much as anybody else. What's going on here? Is this some kind of outcome-based system y'all have here?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it's 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 actually called the real world uh, where you know, people who do the job better than others are rewarded at a different rate than those who don't get the job done. You talking about Billy and Sarah? <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you this, Billy and Sarah know how to sell. You don't. Yep. Well, well I thought I'd just keep a job forever. No, 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 that's that's communism, you know, where you're get, you're assigned your job for the rest of your life, and it doesn't matter whether you do it well or not. Yeah. Uh, this this is not you're, – you're born – we're taking students that are going to go out into a capitalistic free market system and we're telling them that the the valedictorian and the salutatorian cannot be honored because it hurts somebody's feelings and it, it, and it feels competitive. Mm. Well, it is competitive. That's right. the point. It is. I remember you. Unbelievable. Your, remember your daughter was fighting to oh, get that award. Oh, every year. Yeah. Her and the same guy. You yeah. know, and they went back and forth. Back. I remember you, t- you talking oh, about yeah. that. It came down to the wire. But they, you know what? They what was it? You, you said they did something right at the end. I can't remember. No. You told that story on there. It was funny. I can't, I can't remember, remember the. But detail. anyway, did but, they give it to the person who had the had the right grade point average or not? Yes. Did they? So the person who earned it got it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, How about that? What an odd concept. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, they made it a priority and worked towards it. Well, and, and see, it's starting to infiltrate our society. Because, see, I've seen it a lot of times, like in sport. There was a time that we celebrated those who, who excelled, and now we'll try to dumb them down and put a governor on them so it don't bother <laughs> other people. I mean, you, I've been in games. I see it. I, you watch officiating now. Not everybody. If you got a kid on the team that excels and is really, really good – now everybody, first of all, assumes that he he just was born that way, right? And and there's been your Bo Jacksons and stuff like that, but most of the people that excel in anything work really hard yeah, at it, put a lot of time, and they're working when you're not. You know, they're actually doing things in the off season when you're not. They're in the weight room when you're not. Yeah, they're working on their feet when you're not. They're working on whatever the sport is, their their craft when you're not. And then you want to be awarded just like them. But I've seen. And officiating that kid will go, and people will commit penalties against that kid, and they won't call it. Yeah. But then a kid that that is not as skilled, the same thing happens to them; they'll call it. So see, they're even subconsciously saying that somehow it's just not fair that this kid so that this kid's better than everybody else. So we got to do something yeah. to to slow him down to and, try to equal it out. Right. But but I found in very few cases, very few cases. Have the kids that excel or the people that excel in anything that it was ill-gotten gains? Most of the time, people excel in whatever field because they work really hard at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those who don't, don't excel. 
And, and what we're trying to say is, well, somehow let's take that away. That's a terrible decision. If you want to be valedictorian and salutatorian, do what it takes to be that. And see, that's also, that's also so communist to tell somebody, well, your lot in life is subparness, so we'll, yeah. we'll create a society where that never feels bad. Well, gosh, if I feel okay being subpar, then I'll probably just stay subpar. You know, some of the things that motivated me not to be subpar is it didn't feel very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Negative reinforcement. Right. Yeah. I, I looked around, and those that weren't subpar were accomplishing things that, that the rest of us were not, yeah. who, who weren't, weren't willing to work at it. It's a land of opportunity. It's not the land of guarantees. You know, if you want to, if you want to guarantee mediocrity for everybody, don't make me quote The Incredibles. <laughs> when everybody becomes super, nobody is. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. As uh, we continue to make our way back, we've uh, we chatted about a lot of the stories uh, from this past weekend and today. Hope everybody's Mother's Day went well, uh, and hopefully a lot of you were made a fuss over uh, this past weekend, as you should, ladies. I uh, hope it went well. Hope you got some Rick and Bubba stuff. You know, you know, there, there might be some. I do want to tell you something. If... Um, uh, if you go to the Rick and Bubba store right now, we had a meeting, uh, uh, I guess, a couple weeks ago. And we sat down. We always look at different items and start, you know, uh, thinking about what we might do going forward. And and so that that's usually when things will be put into the clearance bin. You know, things that we're not going to reorder or things that we're kind of uh, run their course. Run their right course now. or things that we're just reducing the price on because we're able to get better deals on them going forward. If you'll go to rickandbubba.com, click on the store, there's some really cool clearance items right now that are really – uh, that the pi- price has been reduced on all these items might be something that you were you were thinking for thinking about and uh, and you just never did and at the time the price was too high on it or whatever but there's some great deals right now at rickandbubba.com uh, there in the clearance part so go to rickandbubba.com look at the top of the page you know, you'll see store click the store and then when you get on the store look at the top of the page again and you'll see clearance items right there see Speedy's doing that right now. And you can click on that. Look at looking there. Some goodies got, in there. Got some, got some, got some good stuff in there. And we've reduced the price on those. Especially if you're one of these people, you love these tumblers. My goodness, you know our house is full of coffee drinkers. You know, and we we get the Buzz Box coffee, and we like it. Tumblers are a premium in our house right now. Now that's one thing. I I rarely ever drink coffee on the go, but like yeah. my my sons and my wife, they drink coffee on mm-hmm. the go, and they love it. So tumblers, like we got so many tumblers. Have you ever tried to find good cabinet space for tumblers? Oh, it's That's tough. I get in trouble all the time too because I'll put the wrong lids with the wrong oh, cups. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 somehow yeah. stick one in with stupid trouble. straw. In. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, That's that. That's <laughs> stupid straw. Yeah. Uh, Where well, you gonna put the straw? <laughs> right. Stick <it> <laughs> are you preferred just to have? How the, does it go? Good you like when you're trying to put it? In? So where are you on the straw? You, no straw. No straw. Nah. You just a now. I will say this: If I buy a coffee like at a gas station, it's always I, weird to me. By the way, what you're if about I'm to driving, say. I, you know that little lid you put on there, it burns me. So I will stick a, the little straw that you stir it. I stick it in there and drink it through a straw if I'm driving, and See, then eat the straw. That's which the reaction strange. I gave him, Rick. That's well, I don't like burning my mouth on that. Yeah. If oh. I will do that, and, I'll and just it's take a, a tiny off. straw, so oh. you don't get a lot through there, and Pooh it doesn't burn your hurt? tongue that's like right. it would if it's a big straw. Just saying, right? Of course, Dad, he'd like to never got over that, but he saw you do it. Yeah. Oh, he went crazy. 
Of course, every time I'd stop and get us coffee, I'd put one in his. No, you didn't. <laughs> hey, hey, you better get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, but look, how about this? Do you remember when we were kids talking about having mugs? You know, Dad has loved coffee. Oh, my Probably gosh. more than anybody I've ever I've met. never in my life, when we go to a restaurant, I just tell the waiter or the waitress, just keep it coming. But just bring him an entire kettle <laughs> of coffee. But when there were He's times, never going to have enough coffee. There were times we would have to ride with him to school sometimes before we were old enough to drive. And he had a, a 73 Bronco mm. with, with gear shift on the column. Yeah. And he would have a coffee cup, no top on it. <laughs> and I don't know how he did, how he juggled that cup. That's a lot of moving arms <laughs> and did. feet. He'd have it become, Guys, he would. And then he, and then it's almost he, like juggling. It. It's unbelievable. He, remember this? If you rode shotgun <laughs> with him. If you work a smoke in there every now and then, you oh, really yeah, got your hands off. I don't think there was. There was one in there. <laughs> yeah. I, the, funniest, the funniest line Dad ever Loved had. It. The funniest line Dad ever had to me about being a being addicted to nicotine is you remember years oh, after you quit smoking? Yeah. Years after you quit smoking, we're, we're, in, uh, we're in London going to, going to France on the, on the train. Of course, again, Dad thought we were going in the submarine for some reason because <laughs> uh, it goes under the water. Yeah, he kept right. saying, I don't see nothing. Uh-huh. I said, Dad, we're, we're not in a submarine. <laughs> he thought we were going to see the water as we went under it outside the windows. <laughs> this thing ain't going under the water. I said, Dad, yes, we're on the water right now. What? Look outside. <laughs> You're hey, under the water, you, under the dirt, under the water. You don't see anything. I, I said, Dad, we're not in a sub. They don't, it's not a submarine that goes to Paris. <laughs> So anyway, so I was asking him, and he'd, he, he'd fallen asleep or whatever, and I'd asked him, somebody, you know, because in Europe they still, they hadn't got the word about cigarettes are bad for you. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and undoubtedly, some of our, I, who started smoking last week? <laughs> who was this I person? Know. But anyway, so. Have you not seen Terry enough on TV? So I asked him, I, I, said, I said, Dad, That's do, a good commercial. do you still want to ever want to smoke? He goes, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He said, <laughs> especially if you oh, really? oh, yeah, keep in mind, now keep in mind, we're on the. We're on this gigantic train, high-speed train. He goes, I was just, when I dozed off, just and I dreamed that I was smoking a cigarette as big as this train. <laughs> <laughs> he said, really? He said, I just, give me a big old draw. <laughs> so, but back to coffee. So he, you know, the, the, then everything was, was a straight shift, and it was three on the column, most, oh, yeah. most everything. And uh, so, and he, remember, the Bronco had a weird second gear that was all oh, out of whack. Yeah. Well, it would hang up. But anyway, so, so he would. The link if you get if you I mean you could be like eight nine years old and you'd be riding with him and he'd say fix me a cup of coffee because he always had a thermos and he had a thermos and he drank out of that plastic cup on the top yeah the cover while driving three on the column like Greg's (laughs) talking about I mean he's clutch and all this stuff and so you would be riding you'd you'd open the thermos for him and he'd go pour me a cup of coffee and you'd be over there don't spill it and I'm like (laughs) don't spill it How, how are we not gonna spill it. Yeah. And if we were going hunting, he would wait till he turned on a dirt road and go, now nah, I need some coffee. I'm like, we've been on a pavement the whole way here. And now, right, yeah. And so uh, so you'd have to pour coffee. You became like a little coffee. We didn't barista. know what a barista was, yeah. but we were one. That and the truck. The truck was easier because you could get in the middle seat where you're right next to him. Yeah. Not a seatbelt to be found. No. We were going one time. He got so mad at me. And he made me pour him some coffee. And I forgot to put the lid back on tight. Oh, my. And we get Uh-oh. out, and I'd put the thermos in the seat, and we get out, and he looks, and he goes, what's that leaking from the truck? Oh, Greg. Anyway, it was his coffee leaking. <laughs> oh, oh, I, didn't, really? I didn't put the lid on right. Oh, God. He almost called the hunt off. We almost went home. Did you, ah, did you, did you, get, a hum- <laughs> yeah. did you get a hummingbird speech? Oh, yes. Yeah. Or the truck dang, load. Thanks, son. No, truck when load. he starts out, with, dang, son. I know. Because it wouldn't be dang. 
I knew it. I mean, he, he, that ruined his day. Oh, yeah. We were going to hunt that morning. He'd had a little coffee left when we got back, but I dumped it. He thought the truck was, was leaking, <laughs> and it was coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, he was so mad. I'm leaking. No, yeah. The co- yeah our whole life, yeah, nothing but nothing but coffee. Greg, right there on YouTube. Yeah. I know. But anyway, they can say it. Who cares? I mean, yeah. they know what he said. Yeah. And uh, he said, that, was favorite, that was his favorite word. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, the, the, the whole thing about just we the way – I know we talk about this a lot, but the way <laughs> – we grew up. I mean, everybody was nobody was seatbelting into anything. Everybody so, was. Everybody, it's a lot different oh, no. than now. Everybody yeah. was smoking. Everybody was chewing. Everybody was <laughs> in the building, in the car. It, it didn't matter. It, it, yeah. Everybody was drinking coffee like they, there was no tomorrow. Mm. I mean, it there just, was really kind of a black and white on everything. There was not a lot of gray area. No, uh-uh. no, no. All the guys I've known, like that, came up in the smoking era. They always say if you smoked and drank coffee at the same time that that's like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. That was the have ultimate. a cup of coffee and a cigarette. Oh, they say that's just unbelievable. That's how every day. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how every day we get yeah. started. That's yeah. it. <laughs> First thing. Seem to be able to persevere pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their lungs were black, but they didn't seem to bother. No. No wonder they thought that there weren't no real problems in the world. <laughs> Top of the hour, eight six six. We be big is the number. If you leave us, have a big day. You got more Rick and Bubba. We'll do a top of the hour break, and we should be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here this hour. Interns at Rick and Bubba University, Diamond Dale, Big Love, and an unnamed intern we may name this hour. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for this wonderful opportunity. Have you seen the new guy? The big guy? Yeah, he's a big one. Yeah, I'm just reading an email yeah, on him. He's a, yeah. We were just talking about that. May get him a nickname. Also, I tried to... Um, Did you know, he's got an official title down there. I did he? not know this. Yeah, you can learn all kinds of things about But him. speaking of the interns, uh, Bluebell Ice Cream just dropped by some samples that we didn't get a few weeks ago. Oh, did they drop by? Yeah, and we've got it. And um, Man, that's good, y'all. So Big Love and, and Diamond Dale, they came in here and they said, so we're going to eat ice cream for breakfast. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I said, uh, standard. I told him, I said, you might want to look around the room before you take that first spoon because this is what you're going to end up looking like. And I know I do get, <laughs> I do get credit for uh, being the, the eater here on the show, but I'm going to tell you, Greg Burgess beats me to the trough almost mm-hmm. every I time. always like to, to sample stuff. Well, I've watched what Greg's doing. <laughs> what, what Greg is doing is he's living, and he, in our age, it really makes it tough. Greg tries to live in the world of he can outwork out whatever he eats. And he yeah. does give it a good go on that. Yeah. He but, gets after it. But I'm going to have to crank it up today, I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah, but, but I'm going to tell you, will. That's our, the whole our metabolism everything, it's an uphill climb. Oh, Rick. Because if you work out what you need to to burn off some of the stuff you eat, you're going to get hurt. See, I get some mad, well, not mad, just Taylor. <laughs> That son of a gun can drop weight faster than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, your yeah. son, whose birthday is today? Happy yeah. birthday! Mm-hmm. He'll get he'll he'll put on. I say, "Ooh, get a little tubby." You know how you do? He goes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm fist to cut it. Oh, you do that within two weeks. I mean, I want to now. But he's he, in his twenties. I said, "How much do you yeah. lose?" I didn't lose eighteen. It'll oh, change. No, no, you're right. It'll change, Greg. Yep. Y'all remember the first day it changed for y'all? It, it it's been an era for me. <laughs> 
It's just a. The, 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 it changed for me a long no, time ago. Let me, let me, <laughs> Thirty-two for me, by the way. Let, let me tell you, thirty-two. Thirty-two no, is when it really 30. changed. Here's where reality hit for me because I started out thinking, all right, I'm gonna start doing I was a little about better. Thirty. And I, and I and I got in there with some other guys that were older, and they claimed they worked out so they could eat. Okay. Right. So I said, okay, all right. So Poor let's God. let's this ought this ought to do it. And I started looking at you know the calories and all this kind of oh, stuff. Boy. And the first time they took me over to some sort of exercise mechanism that showed you the calories you're burning. Oh, you yeah. that's out very discouraging. How efficient is your body? Wow, it gets a lot out of a calorie, doesn't it, guys? guys, guys <laughs> I mean, it's that's so amazing. When you, I, you're wanting to see the calories just start falling yeah. off, and you've been at an hour and you, you've burnt sixty. Yeah. I, w- I was on a rowing machine, and, and I you was, got that much energy in three bites. I was on yeah. the rowing machine to the point that I had signaled somebody with my head to back the ambulance up. <laughs> yeah, somebody call them. Somebody call them because I'm about to fall over sideways, and y'all gonna have to drag me out of here. Somebody you, call them. I looked down. You know what I saw? Twenty one calories. I yeah, know. it's and ridiculous. I, and I was like, "21? <laughs> what do you mean, 21? I, 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 twenty-one calories yeah. just jumped on me. I just I walked ate, through the kitchen. I all ate I twenty-one walk, calories worth of ketchup on on the food. All I did was <laughs> all I did was walk through the kitchen, and twenty-one calories jumped on the back of me yeah. as I went through. Oh, yeah, yeah. twenty-one. And you realize how hard you got to work to burn twenty-one? I know. Now, it's, if your own body is extremely efficient, I don't been, starve it. It'll trick you. I'm yeah. be, and I know this is this is men don't like to get on these machines. Okay, I'm preface at that. But the elliptical machine will burn calories quicker than most any other thing. Yeah. They will. But you for some feel reason. so weird on it. You do. Yeah. You, I Where feel you every time yeah, I'm, I'm on it, I, and, and of course I'm looking around and, and there's <laughs> females all around me. I, I'm the only man on one, but I realized you can burn five to 600 calories per hour on these things. There was a lot of them hurt you, my knee. Is that what the stomper was on? Yes. There was this okay. poor lady yes. over here. Oh, she and, was, and you know the, the machine's stepper. supposed to do the work. She thought she had to pick her feet up and slam them down. She was going stomping the elliptical, <laughs> so, uh, and she would listen. She would Greg's do it for name, like an Greg's hour. Name her the stomper, the Mongolian <laughs> stomper. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, her head would shake. She yeah. Would, <laughs> right, yeah. And, and listen, this would go on. She was damaging her. It had to be hurting her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she would. I mean, she would stay on there a while. Doing it's like that. she would catch air and then yeah. land. You know, you're yeah. supposed to just yeah. let your feet. Yeah, no, she I would pick to, her feet up. I don't like that kind of stuff. Right. Well, and she loved I mean, us. She always used to say, "She go, hey, hey, how are you?" Yeah. <laughs> you know. By the way, you remember that time the guy in my neighborhood that I demoralized? I didn't mean to, but it was because of what I'm just talking about. God love him. I'd see him walking every morning, and I just never saw one pound drop oh, off. Well, we all not, know not, not, not not one pound, pound. And one day I was just talking to him. I said, "We're gonna have to." You know, yeah, I'm sitting right here. Yeah, so, I said something's gonna have to happen. I said you gonna have to pick up the pace or something, because whatever you're doing, <laughs> you just look the same. <laughs> right. I've been watching you walk down through here for a year and a half, and you ain't changed nothing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it's like something you got to do something. Maybe limited by his DNA. Yeah. Right? May, maybe, are you, maybe you're not walking far enough or <laughs> yeah. something. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the tempo. I don't know what. Maybe it's the fuel you you fueling up with every day. I don't know. You're not about, getting results. You I thought about that the other day, Rick. We have a, we have a comeback. I don't want to do anything that's not helping. We have a comeback no. to the office walk where we'll come out and then we'll walk past all the outside tables of the restaurants mm-hmm. and then back to the office door. And I thought to myself the other day. And we've been making that walk uh, for how many years? A lot. And there's probably people going, wow, they look the same. They're still tearing there. it up. Look. I'm going to tell you, though, when you get to our age and you're able to maintain it, that's saying a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, do you think, that's saying a whole do lot. Do you think yeah. what's happened like with this guy is the same thing that we're kind of in the boat? He's, he, needed, he couldn't because he was breathing so hard. But he, 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 what he needed to say to me was, no, you don't understand what I would look like right. if I wasn't doing that's that. It. That's, that's it. it. That's yeah. the key, right? He's, it, he's maintaining. Not to go any further than he is. That's it. <laughs> no, I understand that completely. I, I, I totally get that. 
that's kind of the goal now. It yeah, is. it is. It's not to get any worse. It yes. is. Yeah. And if you end up dropping a couple, bam. sure, sure, win-win. Yeah. Hey, but hey, this, about four. But back to the ice cream. That that is that's my world right there. That's <laughs> back my flavor. To the ice cream. That's that is my stuff. kind of flavor right this there. Your favorite. Yeah. Look, I had a couple of little scoops of it. All right. I, first of all, first of all, let's start out with what the first ingredient is in it. Not not just not just, but regular ice cream. Sweet cream, oh, yeah. ice cream, oh, yeah. oh man, mm. with, with chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> oh, sweet me. Cake pieces, mm. swirls of chocolate and Come vanilla on. icing. Talk it. And then for some reason, <laughs> to make us feel better, they throw in the word natural. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> somewhat healthy. But then they follow it with the, with the real deal, artificial flavor also involved. Well, it's got to be if you want it to be any good. Right. Yeah. Well, you got the old little topper on so, there. Oh, yeah. There she There says. that baby is. Oh, new bluebell. Let me tell you. That's it. You give me a big old bowl of ice cream and let me put a big flop of Cool Whip on top of that. Yeah. Now, Cool Whip's not that fattening. No. Or that's not. one of the things we've came up with that right. we've convinced ourselves of. It's, it's good for you. Fluffy. <laughs> I don't know if it's you good. You talk about old empty calorie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what it is. Rick, if I mean, you have a sweet tooth, Rick, though. Rick, who would have thought yeah. 16 servings are in this little bucket? Oh, yeah. You know, oh, that means I've had 14. Oh, yeah. 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 But, you know, if you need Only a sweet tooth. For serving. Mm-hmm. Put and you a little graham cracker, no, put a little between. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh, that's good stuff. It's a good little snack. Mm-hmm. It's wide. not as good as ice cream in there. but Well, no. Well, no. It's, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Cool Whip. I'll okay. give me a spoon get a, just a dip out of it. Really? really? I did not yeah, know that. I love it. And the spray kind, <laughs> that's good for you. Spray it right in your mouth. <laughs> I bet that's good for you. It is. <laughs> who, who Greg to? playing the role of Bubba today. Greg, Greg can I tell you this? I'm, on, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> okay. But I do that's play, probably not. I don't do that a if, lot. If you're struggling with type 2 diabetes, I'm on bet <laughs> that squirting whipped cream <laughs> in your mouth in your mouth is not what the doctor's looking for. I mean, I, I could be wrong. You don't, know you don't have a medical it. degree, but just, uh, just <laughs> right. making a wild yeah, stab you know, here. Right. <laughs> that's valid. <laughs> So, how tell about me, that? Greg, hey. so, tell me how you've been doing. Okay. Well, I've been squirting. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I get a sweet tooth. <laughs> I'm good. Greg, and I tell you, too, the, just the, the, the packaging, they the did color on the outside, yeah. that just looks it. good. That's a home run, what you're holding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a home run right there. Grab it where it's available. Well, we got samples in there. Oh, oh, yeah, we yeah. got them. Yeah, you, but you don't want one. <laughs> Just eat straight from the bucket well, it, Rick, there. Rick, don't forget he's lactose intolerant. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> don't. Yeah, well, I pay for it down, you know, later on. <laughs> so does everybody around me. That's not a my pillow you're holding right there. What are you doing? <laughs> Fifteen minutes. We're gonna talk to Lindale. Get one. Looks like more Rick and Bubba. Bubba Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. 20 minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big is our number. It is. It is Rick and Bubba University time again. We've got interns that have already started. Uh, Big Love and Diamond Dale, they've started for the summer semester, but uh, now we'll add to, to their, uh, their their team today. Uh, Aaron Dixon is the real name, but he's about to get his Rick and Bubba nickname, and then he'll, he'll forever be known as that name. Aaron, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm good. How about you? You know, I'm getting after it. Uh, you know that. Uh, you go to Troy. 
I do. We've heard a lot about Troy, about what you do there, Troy. We'll get into that. It'll probably go a long way to your uh, to your nickname. You're you're studying broadcast journalism. You're you're minoring in sports information. Uh, so so that's cool. You're originally from where? I uh, born in Panama City. I grew up a little bit in Clanton, Alabama, and then I then I moved to Vestavia. Okay, so that's it's quite a little. So uh, you graduated, quite a run Vestavia, and then went to Troy. Yes, sir. And you are what grade? I'm going to be a senior this upcoming fall. Oh, okay. So you're almost done. Yeah. And uh, and you're going to try to get into the world of broadcast journalism and sports information. Yeah. Okay. How about that? Um, so some things that – have you ever had a nickname before? Yeah, I had a lot of them. You I've, had a I've, lot of I've them? I've had a lot of them. Oh, boy. Yeah, so can you, give me, can you give me some examples? A lot of people call me by, like, my last name, which is Dixon. And then I've gotten, like – I was called Diesel in high school. The Diesel. Diesel. And then, the Diesel. Then Dino – Dino? Yeah. What about Diesel Dixon? Yep, I've been called that one. I like that. So a couple of things we found out That's about you. To say. A friend of ours said that uh, that y- your dad uh, gave his son a concussion at <laughs> church camp. Uh-oh. Well, that's good. Because uh, he, he trucked uh, a 10-year-old as they were running to get a ball when they were playing. So your dad is an aggressive guy. Not really. Are you aggressive? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you look, you're a big fella. Yeah. Huh? My dad said if I was more aggressive, I'd probably be playing. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like the dads of old. But now uh, you, you mm-hmm. work with the basketball teams there. The, you're the official scorer at the at the table, right? I am for women's basketball. Mm-hmm. So, you have to wear the, the referee I do. stripe. Yeah. That's the other email we got on. You're the oh, official wow. scorer. And like Bubba said, so you wear stripes and you're supposed to watch the officials? Yes. And you got in trouble for not paying attention one time? I don't know. Hmm? So Jason Jones said so. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yep, that's yeah. a good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He says you weren't paying attention. Yeah, that that Australian ref really didn't like me. For <laughs> oh, really? So, do you agree? Did that you, you get to watch him paint dry? Yeah. yeah. Did you get hung and stare? <laughs> get hung I thought give me more on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tough room today. I mean, good night. Uh, so it's women's d- basketball. But your dad, your dad is competitive. Yeah, and and he and so that, so that's good. And and you are an official scorer. And you've been called Diesel. I like Diesel. I do. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, I mean, I and he looks like a Diesel. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. Oh, Diesel Dixon. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, write that one down. You like Diesel by itself or just Diesel Dixon? I like both together. Yeah, I do too. Diesel Dixon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we won't call you Mason or, Dixon. Or Double Dick, D. What about Dixon the Diesel? I'm a, I think I, I think my potential is messing that up. Yeah, you know, you a, a lot of room for error there. I just I just think that has best of moment written all over it for me. Uh, Don't let Speedy in on it. Whatever you. No, do. God, you talking about somebody will twist something up. You, <laughs> you know, you get, you get tied up. Whatever. You want to take on Dixon Diesel? Is that what you want? Can to take I tell on? you one of my favorite? <laughs> one of my favorite see, things. See, no, how, no. see how good that. Sounds. Listen, one of my favorite things with Speedy. My my favorite thing. And the kickoff hour is the various things of him when he'll he'll be going to the break and he'll get he'll get depressing on the on the on the own bad music that he himself started. You know what I right. mean? And he'll start pressing. We got <laughs> and the stuff he says, stuff he says on the way out. Did you hear about them cows? We got this one of them gas fed ones. <laughs> gas, gas fed. Yeah, that and his live commercials, my hey, favorite thing. Y'all leave Speedy alone. He's MVT. That's right. Most valuable. Yeah, I got two more days of that. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna give you all week. 
Danny Money. Do you, do you realize this morning that you threw about three of us off because you told a caller you had 30 seconds left and none of us were looking at the clock and we thought it was a hard we, break? We thought it was top of the hour. And we all started gathering in the kitchen. We still had a, y'all that still was had my a segment to go. No, no, I'm just that saying. Was funny. That's what you tricked us. Yeah, it tripped so we, yeah, we, we, were, we were a little late, like 46, 47 after, so I was like, we got to get You're hurrying him up. Yeah, but see, for us, when you said you got 30 seconds, we thought it was the hard break. We thought it was top of the hour. We all started hustling in here. Yeah. And Bubba, I heard Bubba's door shoot. <laughs> nope. uh, only child shut his door, and I thought, where's Bubba going? And then you kind of start thinking, you must be wrong. You know what I mean? And I saw hams in there. And we, <laughs> right. Then we started looking at the clock. What are we doing? All right, so um, we, we got that. You got any hobbies or anything? We could. You're an official score for women's basketball. You got to put that in there, thinking of names. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, any any hobbies, any things you like to do? I'm a big like sports nut. Like I, I'm really like I watch. That's like, really all I watch is like sports and everything. Like uh, you that. just well, you love it, don't you? Yeah. Well, you love sports. Big fan. I bet you know all about the NBA championships right now, don't you? A little bit, a little bit here and there. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's your favorite sport? Probably, I'm I'm really starting to like baseball a lot more. I used to just like like really basketball and football, but baseball is really kind of taking. What, what's you got know, you on baseball? So because I'm getting the same feeling now. I, I guess it's like the season, and then like you know all like SEC tournament, mm-hmm. ACC tournament, and like all these tournaments are starting, and so mm-hmm. those are really fun to watch. Yeah, they are. <coughs> okay. All right. So he's a sports nut. Yeah, we, we could do intern sports nut. Probably not. Cross, cross that one out. <laughs> I, like, I like that. I got it. Well, never mind. Greg, you what? <laughs> no. No, Greg, please. I, I, I knew what you were going to say, too. <laughs> I knew, too. He was going to put them together. Yes. Yeah. I'm out. Exactly. I, was, I was trying, but I couldn't. I didn't want to mess it up. All right. So I we got, got Footlocker. I did. I got scared to death. I like Footlocker. Mm-hmm. I like that because that, that was one of my favorites. It's it's worn out now, but when you called to a referee, mm-hmm. hey, when did your shift start at Foot Locker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, that and was, then what was that other one we got on fire for? Bird, uh, Bird Box. Yeah, Bird Box. Yeah, I like that one. That was good too. Now, Aaron, you uh, do you have a, a sports blog? I have a couple. Oh, I've, do you I'd, really? I had to do them for I had to do them for class. So oh, I need okay. to know we what that him is in right now. Fast break offense. I don't know. We need to get him a graveyard together on that. Podcast, remember he had one too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, huh. yeah, that'd be two big old nogs too. <laughs> yeah, you know I could just see him with a graveyard, couldn't you? Oh, my, I want, like him, in a, I want him in a grudge match, like like, like the dynamic duo. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Greg, you get them two big heads together. Greg, Greg's trying to start an intern fight club. I like seeing that's that's, what, that's exactly what he's trying. To do. <laughs> he is. We're not having intern Greg, fight club. We're not Greg. having that, Greg. Because you, when you, right. let's see if Adler can take him on in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. There yeah. you go. You know, boy, have you taken? Don't take water. I'm not trying. It's like a spider monkey. It is. Yeah, spider monkey. Get on. You can't get him. Yeah, he won the tournament. (laughs) (laughs) He came in third. There were only three of them. Made the podium. (laughs) He came in third. (laughs) He came in second. He got a medal. That's out of three. Two out of three. Do that's right. He was two out of three. There were three people in. He finished second. (laughs) Watch better than third. It is. Much he, he, he did beat. Really. He did beat a guy. He did beat a guy. Straight up, he did. We don't know what was wrong with him, but he won. Right? Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, we're not right. sure. All right, a couple. I more. thought. I thought when the guy <laughs> left with Walker, <laughs> it wasn't a great sign. He's in there holding his. Look, medal. he's holding his medal up. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, be proud of it. I, look, I understand. I'm with you. Do you like Diesel Zebra? What? Oh, tying him being the. What about what about Diesel? <laughs> Do you have to make that face? How about Diesel? <laughs> no, Greg. I mean, um, it's what a fight about, club or that to you? Uh, Whistling Dixon. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, Gary's boy, since he's from Clanton. Hey, I mean, I'm gonna tell you, he's he's a big boy, and he can he can be helpful. Um, and I ain't good at picking up stuff after we cut it. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of top rope. Top rope? That's funny. Top rope. I, I, I got, Greg, I got it. What about top rope diesel? What about top rope? <laughs> um, you know, I'm thinking maybe top rope. <laughs> Somebody said if you listen to Elroy from the Jetsons, yeah. that's exactly what Speedy said. We'll can't come back. What Elroy you know what y'all do. Aaron Dixon <laughs> will get his Rick and Bubba nickname right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. We're back 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Boy, I'm going to tell you what, Jillian in Georgia sure was thankful that she heard about Car Shield here on the program. Said, I heard you guys talking about Car Shield for a few years now uh, since we have a 2012 BMW and the warranty had ended uh, because it's an expensive car to fix. We figured. A warranty would probably be the best, uh, the best case scenario for us, and in our best interest. Boy, were we right! A few weeks ago, we had some electrical and engine repairs done, and everything went well. Uh, the claims process was all handled by the dealership without any problems, and uh, we were happy and driving our BMW with with our smiles again. Very satisfied with Car Shield. Uh, so, folks, look, if you have an automobile that's five thousand or you know more. You need to be looking at Car Shield, especially if it's in that 5,000 to 150,000 mile range. You know, once the warranty ends, uh, you know, whatever happens to the automobile, that's on you. And uh, you could save yourself a lot of money uh, by getting that car covered uh, with an extended warranty under the Car Shield. Now, when you're under Car Shield, you get 24 7 roadside assistance. You get a rental car while yours is being fixed for free, and they deal directly with the dealership or any ASC certified mechanic, and you're kind of taken out of it till you get your car back. So call 1-800-CAR-6000, mention the code Bubba, or carshield.com, and enter the code Bubba. We'll save you 10%. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So Aaron Dixon, we're about to get him his official Rick and Bubba nickname. Uh, We've got some good ones out there. Uh, Tell us where we are now, Speedy. Uh, All right. Um, Diesel Dixon you like, both of y'all, or just Diesel. I like Uh, Diesel Dixon. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. all right, um, let's see. Foot Locker? Mm, it's all right. Let me oh, see what else is out room. there. Uh, sports Nut? Mm. No. Uh, Whistling Dixon? Nah. No. Uh, how top, about, how top. about Drilling in the Concrete? <laughs> how about that? Top Rope? <laughs> no. Gary's Boy? No. Um, Wouldn't do s- that to him. Sports <laughs> Noggin? <laughs> sports Nog. That's pretty good. Shorten it to sports nog. Sports nog? Uh, it was sports noggin. I can, we can shorten it if you Do want. Do you like sports nog? It's mm-hmm. up to y'all. I like, I like something with diesel in it. Yeah. Like uh, what sport- about sports nog diesel? <laughs> what about diesel nog? <laughs> no, we can't. Well, he wants to be in sports information, sports. so that job is, is was commonly known as SID when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. He may have another name now. Yeah. You call him Sid Diesel. Um, <laughs> good. You got sport, diesel. You got sports diesel, Troy Diesel, because he's from Troy. Mm-hmm. That's where he goes to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of diesels here. Uh, heavy duty diesel, uh, diesel, <laughs> diesel duty. Easy. <laughs> Are we recording over there? Um, I feel like we're about to have a right. Bank now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are trying to figure out how to pull Gary in, like Chilton Diesel. 
um, mm. stuff like that. Mm. Um, just, they're trying to figure out how to get to get Gary involved. What about this. Diesel, the bulldozer boy? <laughs> <laughs> how about intern somebody means business? <laughs> I got that one directly from Bubba. <laughs> I did that the other day. Listen, let me tell you, it slays everybody. We, we were down there, and we got the diesel little work thing in there, and Sherry's down there looking at Sarah. I said, come here. Yeah. Like, I said, let me tell you what this is. <laughs> I said, that sounds like it means business. <laughs> That's right. Somebody um, go get some work done. <laughs> right. It's, uh, here's another one. It's still real to me, Diesel. diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> it makes no sense. You can't right. have diesel? Uh, I mean, hey, you can't even have diesel. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not so sure, guys, if it's not just Diesel Dixon, uh, we're done with I'm it. with you. Huh? That is the best so far. I mean, don't, don't you think? Uh, that's pretty solid. I mean, pretty I, solid. It's, it's hard to beat Diesel. Look at him. Look uh-huh. at him. I've been called this one before. Have you, Diesel Dixon? Yeah. yeah. Well, it may yeah, happen well, I, again. Well, say yeah. both intern names together now. Mm. Yeah, somebody was talking about that. So we've got uh, we got Diamond Dale and Diesel Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the same day. I love it. So let it be written. Let's do it. I like it. Drop the hammer on the hammer. Diesel Dixon it is. So, Diesel, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Glad to have you at Rick and Bubba University. And so today's day one. Uh, so what? So when you your first day here, was he on time? It looked like he was. Oh he yeah, on time. He was early actually. Yeah, right away, Diesel. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I was. You know, <laughs> there's so much training that goes on here because I went by a minute ago over on the TV side, and during the break, I went in and, and Big Love had his head down, <laughs> and I said, well, "What are you doing with your head down?" He said, well, "I'm just putting my head down during the breaks." So I said, "No, we won't put our head down." <laughs> he said, "Well, who said?" I said, "Every boss that ever lived." No, no boss ever wants anybody to have their head down, ever. You know, you taking you, nobody takes many naps. I mean, you, you got to do that after the show's over. <laughs> you know, because you know what'll happen. You'll end up falling oh. off. Well, look, I've start done. Start dr- oh, I've, I've done. We won't done. get into that. I lost my job at UPS over this. Yeah, <laughs> sleeping in the truck. They hate that. No, not big on that at all. <laughs> they oh, hate Rick, it. They're not. They don't like pay that, you to sleep. They no. hated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you what you don't want. Is to be in because you can get those boxes set up where it's just like being in a bed. Yeah. <laughs> Real comfortable and dark. And you go in there and you're like during the break, I ain't, I'm not going over to where to do the break room. I'm gonna lay back in this truck and get me a little little power nap. Yeah. Yep. And How you, long was your break? Fifteen minutes. Oh, that's way too long to fall asleep. And so I was I was so out that I woke up to the sound of the belt running and my box is falling all over the place. Oh no. And somebody and you look up and there's the supervisor standing in there. You can just see his. You can just see the outline of his body <laughs> with the bright lights. <laughs> the bright lights, light, still dark, and, and he's standing in a pile of boxes yeah. that all belong to you. Hey. <laughs> and people are throwing them back up the line. Hey. Uh, <laughs> who's got fruit hearse? <laughs> you try to act like you went to sleep. <laughs> oh God! Uh, step, hey, well, he, he had me. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> he's got fruit hearse. It's real. Tell him there's a box stuck in the back of the truck. He's trying to reorient it. <laughs> you know what that is, Greg? That falls under y'all. Come on out. They got us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I remember I had Fruit Hearse, Musky Dine, mm-hmm. all these little communities. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I remember forever. I can remember to this day that the load number for J.C. Penny was 19. Because, <laughs> see, I, I didn't know that you'd have one load that would have, you know, 20 boxes for the yeah. one place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember you know, it, loaded, knew that, it, right? it loaded inside the truck to the left down there where there was a lot of room. Yep. J.C. Penny, old number. You take that Sharpie, put a 19 on it, <laughs> look to another chart where 19 loads and what yeah. truck it goes in and put it in there. There's a lot more to do, and I, I thought I was just gonna be throwing boxes. I didn't. I thought I was gonna be the, the guy who is the that just pulls them off the big truck, just yeah. throws them into. Something. I didn't know I was gonna be assigned a bunch of trucks. I, yeah, I, that put it in something. That made you sleepy. Well, yeah. There's a lot to do. 
I mean, it's early. Real early. You know yeah. what time you had to be there? 3.45 a.m. Be there ready to go. Ready to go. Belt rose at 4. <laughs> Good night. Here we go. Get your four. That didn't work out for you, did it? And that was, that was a time of life I didn't know 4 a.m. that people did things in other than sleep. Right. Why would, right. Why would anybody what's, or go what, home? What happens at 4? Right. That I mean, who's at work at 4? What what job does that? <laughs> I never even heard. What jobs? I don't even never heard of that. You said 4. You know, and I thought I was going to, you know, there's reloading, which is an afternoon job. I, I thought I was getting that one. Right. I, I ended up with, like, the worst of the worst. <laughs> Preloader. Ooh. And not the guy put – that guy pulled him out of the box. I mean, he works hard, but at least he don't have to think. I, they wanted me to, like, know things. Man, I dare them. Yeah. Got into it with a couple of drivers. At 4 o'clock. Sure. sure. They wanted it right, didn't they? They did. They were very <laughs> serious about it. Kind <laughs> of messed their day up. How long, yeah. did you, how long did you last there, I knew I knew it wasn't going to last long when he he you know how the, you know how a real hard supervisor like or, more than a week our coach will do a do a trick question you know when they do trick right. questions you know they mean serious right you know how many times y'all think y'all gonna be late and I thought well this is where he's gonna tell us how many late you get mm-hmm. he said how about none he said if you're, you at none if you're late and it's not something beyond your control you're gone that day it's over nunyan nunyan no lates because the tightest ship in the shipping business. And I, I had a late pretty yeah, early man. on. Brave. And, uh, Did you make it a week? I made it a week. Uh, I, I made it about three weeks. I don't think I made it a month. No. <laughs> but I, it just didn't. With with who I was at that time, that that job did not jive with that. All right. The the nine dollar an hour starting in the mid eighties was pretty strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, it just mm. it was not conducive to everything you had going on pre midnight. Well, it it kind of it kind of goes back to what. Uh, Rick Rhodes said when he was interviewed when I when I left Troy, speaking to Troy, uh, after playing football for a, a, a year for them, he said, Rick has a lot of things in life that he wants to do, and football just kept getting moved down the list. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a lot of things on his plate. Football had a hard time staying on there. <laughs> and the, uh, but that was then, and this is now. Diesel Dixon. You ever been a preloader for UPS, son? I've not. Okay. I'll tell you about it in the break. 15 minutes to the top. Who's got fruit hearse? <laughs> what a terrible thing to hear. Final phone calls coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 10 minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Phone troll music, please. It's time to go to the phones. The lines are available. You can get there at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And we'll go 30 seconds to pop. Largest number of people. Shortest amount of time. Make a comment. Ask a question. Bring information to the table. At the end of 30 seconds, buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. We'll go to the next caller unless you get a timeout. One from Helms, one from Bubba. Golden ticket seats. We'll say hello. Sharon Pockles here again. Sharon's back. Came for the region's golf tournament. The thing keeps going. They keep raining it out. So it finishes today. She's back again. Collier and Wes French are here with us today. 
Uh, Cecil and Alan and Sadie and Lucy Henley. The Henleys are here, and Alan just graduated from law school. So I took his card. Thank you very much. Uh, also, birthday, 23 years of Jim and Ma- uh, Jimmy Massey today. Where's Jimmy? 23 years old today with us today. Anna Wagstaff here today. Hello, Anna. David and Hayden Gibbons. And Hayden just finished up basic training. That boy, Hayden. Thank you for your service to the country. Uh, everybody gets a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Everybody gets a Rick and Bubba double CD. One person said they were even going to see if they could buy buy a CD player at a yard sale. So listen to it. Uh, so, uh, and Bubba, I need a number between 1 and 11. 1 and 11. What about uh, number 9? Number 9. Congratulations, Anna Wagstaff. $50 gift card from Thomas Dudney. Uh, and yeah, So lunch is on Anna today. There's $50 for you to spend however you would like. And Dr. Dundee was also here earlier because we had the winner today in Fix Mama's Mouth, and that was contestant number three. Uh, so she won it, and we'll get the $15,000 dental makeover from, for her, from her kids, and then we'll bring her in, and we'll have a look at the, at the, new, the new look. And she'll be smiling ear to ear. Uh, to the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Troll. Hello, Stephen, South Carolina, 30 seconds, go. Good morning, fellas. So back in the day, I worked at UPS also, and uh, I had a supervisor named uh, Big Dick Diesel. Luckily, he went on his phone is so terrible that his idiotic uh, uh, ranting there, you could barely understand it. Uh, we continue. Yeah, uh, I can tell when you worked at UPS, those were the times when the packages didn't quite get where they were going. Uh, let's go to Ed in Salt Lake City, Utah. Ed, go ahead. Welcome. Yeah, thanks a lot. Listen, all these uh, Marxist ideas in the schools you were talking about the other hour, these are coming down through the Marxists at the Federal Department of Education. This is the playground of all the Marxists on the, in the professors in the Ivy League. My advice is for Donald Trump to do what Ronald Reagan did not, tear down the Department of Education, and like Henry VIII did, he cleaned out the monasteries, cleaned out the Ivy League. That's my point. Wow. Uh, I do agree. Uh, letting the Department of Education form was a huge, huge American mistake. Well, Rick, it sounded good on paper. We were going to have somebody to look over, keep an eye on education, kind of be that umbrella to keep everybody, you know, moving. But they were not going to dictate uh, the, the what they were going to be studying and all of that, of course, it's turned into a big, big bureaucracy. Today. Well, and that, and I know it was hard, easier said than done, but it seems odd that Reagan wouldn't have gone after, didn't go after it more aggressively because he's the one that that coined the phrase, "The scariest things you can hear is I'm from the government and I'm here to help." No, I think he tried to get rid of it and got yeah. blocked. Yeah. Well, he did. He never had the majority during that time. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is a a cesspool, and you're right. It it's being used to indoctrinate people. Yeah. It's not about education. Anymore. Yeah, it's train. It's trade doc now. And train I agree. And I, agree I agree with you on the Ivy League. I had a f- person I knew that got a scholarship to play athletics at an Ivy League place and came back and said, "That is a weird." <laughs> How long did he make it? He made it one year. <laughs> he said that place. It, it's so bizarro. Yeah, I understand you had to go out in life and learn how to deal with yeah. you know different people. He said it wasn't like that. This thing was so bizarre. I mean, he said I couldn't stay there. No way. Uh, we continue, uh, Woodland, Texas. Patrick, standing by. Patrick, go ahead. Hey, guys. So the county next door to me, I live in Montgomery County, 
in the great Republic of Texas. Yes. Uh, the county next door to us is San Jacinto County, and they got sent a letter by that Freedom From Religion group in oh, Wisconsin right. threatening to sue them to take the crosses off their courthouse. So in response, they put lights on them. <laughs> they got lights when you said, "Yeah, we need to challenge right. the, these this bunch." They they hadn't won a case. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we can't find where they've actually gone to court on anything. So what you what you find is people just cave in because they think they're going to spend a lot of money and they just appease them. But that's not what we're called to do on these issues to appease these kinds of organizations. Eight six six, we be big. And Rick, there is no guarantee in the Constitution you will be free from religion. It no. just says the government will not establish. Which correctly a denomination. We go to Jackson, Alabama, ninety-four point five. Mason, Mason, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Yes, y'all are talking about the burning calories, and the elliptical does good, but I found running in a very hilly area like uh, the old neighborhood, but mm-hmm. uh, a lot of hills and one-way traffic. Dodging all those cars, you will burn a lot of calories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, congratulations on you winning the race against the hair. Uh, we continue. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to Chester, Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Chester, go ahead. Yeah, how you guys doing? Good. Great. Good. What's up, Chuck? Hey, um, I'm just going back to this valedictorian. It's so at what point do kids – decide, you know, what the school's going to do about awards. Isn't that like a form of bullying? Yeah, the, the school is bullying those <laughs> that want to receive their reward. I don't know about yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play games with the ridiculous left, yeah. we continue. JB, Starkville, Mississippi, 96-1, home of Thurlow. Go ahead. Good morning, Rick. Hey, buddy. How you doing today? I'm good. I hope you're okay. I'm um, thinking there like a hair in a biscuit. I hear you. Never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I had a comment about uh, y'all was talking about the Appalachian Trail. Oh yes. And uh, I did about 90 miles on it. A lot of fun when I was in high school. Of course, that's been 20 years ago. So you went and how far uh, again? How far 90. again? 90 miles. Wow, that's about 90 miles. We started at the. It, that that's a. Well, I don't even like to drive 90 miles. <laughs> David in Bessemer. David, go ahead. Listen to 104.7 WZZK. Hey, Monkey Grass Green Acres. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it very much. Bring it on. I wanted to ask y'all what y'all's comment was on the uh, the legalization of mushrooms in Colorado. You know, it alters your mind and puts you in a different state of mind. You know, what's y'all's comment on that? Well, you know, Colorado's already proven that the legalization of recreational marijuana has, well, that's been a real big winner, so... I guess to make it even stranger and weirder in Colorado, they'll now go with shrooms that cause you to hallucinate. Um, you know, I, it's just helping me decide I really don't want to spend a lot of time in Colorado. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful place. but Well, it um, took people smoking pot to vote to, to have the mushrooms. See, that sure, was the problem. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 that's right. The, the people who love said, let's, let's take it. See, this is the same thing. That we yeah. never know where to stop. You know, you saw this with abortion. You know, we, we went from where does life begin to we'll just do anything with the baby anytime, even if it's born. You know, which I thought, again, I know I've said this, but I think it needs to be said a lot. I all thought, these laws I thought we are, all agreed yeah. about post-birth. All yeah, these I, laws that are being passed right now in all, the, I mean, half the states, you can thank the Virginia governor for his absolutely. stupid comments. Well, I, I think, I think you know, in my own life, 
somebody has to present the reality of a situation before yeah. you ever decide to do anything about it. Oh, I know. As I long know. as you're protected from the reality of it, you don't act on it. But when you finally, you know, like we talked about, when they discovered the concentration camps in World War II, they were like, oh, this is a lot worse than we thought it was. But it was a wake-up call. And I think that's what's happening with our country right now on what we've done with abortion. I think we're getting our wake-up call, and I hope we make the right decisions. I hope we do. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.